Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's April 26, 2018, and it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, our guest speaker it goes by Bug Size. <laughs> Hi, Bug Size. Hello. And what are you going to talk to us tonight about? Uh, common law, mostly, like basically the deception about common law and how it's the big deception, anyways, from inception okay. to deception. Fantastic. Go right ahead. You have the floor. Thank you, and I welcome you, and you can get right to it since we're 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I, I'm not much of a speaker on, like I don't speak much to people. Like I, have a, I just don't speak to a lot of people, so I'm not really good at speaking. So you'll have to forgive me on that. But anyway, my <clears throat> what I'd like to get on to is about the what I don't see here a lot of people talking about is the difference between common law and legal law. Like people are having problems understanding the difference, but there's lawful, unlawful, and then there's legal and illegal. <clears throat> well, legal and illegal all apply to anything that is unlawful. So you have law and unlaw, or lawful and unlawful. Okay, so if something's unlawful, they, they make it legal. with So you, you can do it within restrictions. And that's what governments are for. They create restrictions on something that is unlawful to do in a common law society or a common law people because the governments are societies, not the people. People are free. They're not in a society. They're, they're individuals. Uh, all children of the province or children of the state, they're basically um, what you would call uh, a legal entity, basically, the legal person. <clears throat> so... It, whenever there's something that's legal, if, it, if they say it's legal, well, it's something that's unlawful to do in a common law society. For example, trespassing. Trespassing is unlawful, but yet it can be legal depending on certain effects. For example, uh, you have to trespass to get to a certain destination to help somebody who is in need uh, to get them to an emergency or whatever then you have the legal right to trespass even though it's unlawful to trespass. So this is where, where a big big part of the, the, the difference is between common law or law and legal law. So legal law is basically what the laws of man and common law is basically the, the, the belief of the common people. And the common people also involve the, the governments. Uh, it also it, it applies to all children who, like, 
children of the state, if you want to, if you want to call it, like a child of the state or a child of the province or basically a child of the ward. A child of the ward would be like a child of the beast. And then you have a child of God, which is in common law. So in common law, basically it's the, the belief of the people that lived, moved here to create a new world. Basically, they came from the east and they came to the world, to the west, and they created a new world under a common law where everybody lived together under the same beliefs and same principles. So when we created a government, the government was set to create, uh, like to, for example, well, we all know governments exist to secure the rights of man and to protect public uh public property and they also have to make money so that they're not dependent on the people so the people don't have to pay a tax in order to maintain a government so the government needs to make money for example some governments make money on tourism uh, some money some governments make money on on selling uh, renting out public property um, some governments make money off all, all different types of things. So, for example, uh, say Walmart. Walmart wants to move in. They want to they take a, uh, a section of land and they want to build a store. So they ask the people, the people decide whether they want one or not because it's ultimately up to the people. But if the people don't say anything, then there's going to be a Walmart put in because it makes money. And the government makes money from the Walmart or the, the big giant store that's going to open on taxes, on sales, sales tax and stuff like that, which is not what the people are supposed to be paying. It should be the stores that pay it. Which that's a different time. So they make money on the taxes from the, from the stores. And we want stores because obviously we can't, make everything and if, I mean for somebody who lives up north they can't get bananas they just can't grow bananas anywhere they have to have them shipped up so some will have them so they'll have trafficking which is unlawful but they make it legal so that they can bring bananas from the south to the north and the people can enjoy them but it doesn't mean that it's against the law. But if you're making, so for trafficking, for example, like uh, like the Highway Traffic Act, everybody, everybody's arguing, oh, it's it's driving. Like, you're not driving, prove you're driving. It's not, it's not about driving. They don't regulate driving. They regulate traffic. You're at a traffic stop. You're at a traffic court. It's a traffic violation. It's about traffic. Traffic is the transportation of goods and services for profit. So, for example, the reason is like anything that needs to be registered to the government that is regulated by the government is something that has to do with commerce. And commerce is making money basically from nothing, from doing absolutely nothing. <clears throat> so, if you're making money from doing nothing, you need to be governed because there's a great risk to do public harm. And so with trafficking, what you're basically doing is you're buying from one, 
one produce, one, one source, and you're bringing it to another source to sell it at a higher price, which, is, which makes sense, of course, like you're going to make, because, you know, bringing it from one area to another area costs money. So you're going to make money. However, you didn't put any money into it, really. I mean, you're, you're putting in so much to buy the product, and then you're, you're shipping it up, and then you're selling it. So you have to be governed on how much you're allowed to sell it at so that you don't make, uh, what do you call that? I forget what you call it, um, when, you, when, you, when you over-profit. But if it's something that you make, like say you go and cut down a tree and you make a bench out of it and you want to sell that bench for $500, well, then it's, you can sell that bench for $500. If people don't want to buy it, then they don't buy it, right? It's, but nobody can govern you on how much you can sell that product for. Nobody can make you pay a sales tax or a tax on it unless you're collecting a tax. If you're not collecting a tax, you're not obligated to pay it. But if you're, if you're doing commerce, then you are obligated to, to pay a tax because you're being governed and you need to pay for that governing. So when a police pulls you over for a traffic stop for uh, a traffic violation and they're going to bring it to traffic court, any time you give them identification, you're basically get telling them that you're one of their children. Because if you look at your birth certificate, the birth certificate says, birth certificate of California. It doesn't say birth certificate of Angela Stark. Because it's not Angela Stark's birth certificate. It's California's birth certificate. That's a, that's a child. And that child has a name. And you're acting as that child. And a lot of court, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, they have the authority over children." No, they have cho- they have authority over a child in a legal court, but in a common law court, a child is considered a child of God. But in a legal court, a child is considered a child of the province. And if it's a child of the province or the child of the state, you are obligated to obey the state because the state or the province is the go- is the the parent corporation. So you incorporate in, in, they're basically mimicking the same the legal law, the legal society. They're basically uh, copying the same structure that is in the Bible. That is God's law, right? An eye for an eye. If you look in in, in the legal world, it's the same thing. Like you can, you know, like. I don't know. But a lot of people say, oh, they should legalize marijuana. I don't think they should legalize marijuana. Not at all. Could, because legalizing marijuana means that children of the province or children of the state are allowed to be, are allowed to smoke pot. But these children of the province or the children of the state, which I'll just call them children of the beast, <clears throat> are basically judges, politicians, uh, ambulance drivers, police Policemen, uh, lawyers, uh, people who work in the government, anybody who works in, in, in the government is contracting with the government or is operating or acting as um, this child, well, they're obligated to, 
act and perform. They have legal rights and legal duties. So basically, if you're if you're a man, okay, you're a man, and forget this whole human being shit. That's, <laughs> I mean, you're not a human being. I'll t- I'm going to tell you that right now. That's the biggest deception of all. You think 9/11 is a big deception? Being a human, try, them trying to get you to consent to being a human being is is the, the biggest. It's it's. I don't see how there's a bigger bigger one than that. If, and if you look into it, you'll you'll understand it. But, anyways, so a man is sovereign because a man is a child of God, and a child of God, as Jesus said, "I am the son of God. Uh, I'm the king's son." Does the king's son pay a tax? And the disciple says, "No." Well, so he didn't pay the tax, right? And everybody says, "Oh, well, he did pay the tax, but he didn't. He actually paid the church tax because." I think it was Simon who who agreed that Jesus would pay the tax, but he never did say say that he would pay the king, the the Roman tax. So Jesus said, "Well, let's go pay the tax," and they paid the church tax. But anyways, when a man is like on land, sovereign man wants to say to be a police officer or a child of the beast who wants to act and work in the government to better the people. So you have um, so you have a man who has sovereign rights. Okay, he's in the common law, sovereign rights. But because he wants to act as, say, a police officer, he has to give up those sovereign rights in order, and he's given legal rights and duties, right? And he has, while he's wearing that badge and being paid to be a police officer, he has to perform certain rights and duties. And he has certain rights and duties. So when they when when it says that a police officer and he has to act according to the police officer act. So when the police officer's act says that, for example, you can't commit extortion. So and and then they go and commit extortion. Well, now that man is committing uh, fraud in the performance of his duties. And any public servant who commits fraud in the performance of their duties, it's considered an act of treason. And you don't have to to say, oh, you're committing treason. Because once they're uh, found guilty on charges of fraud or extortion or any, any, anything that they're found guilty of doing that they're not allowed to do according to the act, they're supposed to be following is considered fraud and as soon as that happens it, it's it's considered an act of treason and I don't know about the United States being Canada the, uh, treason is still punishable by hanging like they'll, they'll hang you on the Parliament Hill for, for treason like that's uh, it's a big thing and the reason is is because we didn't want governments or public servants to oversee the people and it's it's like Jesus said if we should treat our servants as servants lest they become our our masters and this is what's happening now is we're treating them like our masters and they're they're saying well fuck hey, they think we're our, their masters we'll, we'll just become their masters and it's it's you can't really blame it on them it's a lot of it's a lot of our fault because we slacked off, our ancestors slacked off, 
they 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 all assumed they were protected by the government. Oh, the government knows our rights and our you know they'll never impede in our rights, but they do. They they do constantly because that's what governments do. They always try to extend their authority, which is why some 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 historians have said that like you know if you want to maintain a good government for the people, then you have to do a revolution. So, and I and I kind of agree, but I I kind of don't because. There is a peaceful way out. There's a way out that there's no fighting, there's, there's no arguing, there's no nothing. And then there's the other way, which is war, where people are going to die. I mean, a lot of people are going to die. And where it's heading now is, you know, like they're turning the police against the people. So the first, first war is gonna, on the streets are going to be the police against the people. So... Uh, well, we all know how the police are all dressed. They're pretty much all military units now. They're not even peace officers. How can you call them peace officers? They wear black shields, everything. Fully automatic weapons. It's crazy. They're 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 better dressed than our military are. It's insane. But police originally were peace officers. They were peace men, and they were there to obtain, uphold the peace. Okay, when you, when you hear a cop saying, "Oh, I'm the law," that's bullshit. You're the law. If you're common law, if you're a natural man, you are the law. You're the highest authority. He's he's a man acting. If he's a man acting, that's one thing. But you're a man being, right? It's like. Um, What's that guy's name there? Uh, oh, shit. The guy who said uh, to be or not to be. Like if you think about it, to be, to be man. Or, or to, yeah, exactly. Or not to be man. So, you, so you're either being man or you're acting. Well, if you're acting, then you have less authority than he who is being. See, they're peacemake or they're peacekeepers, and Jesus told us to go out into the world and to make peace. So we're peacemakers. Well, who has the higher authority, a peacemaker or a peacekeeper? Obviously, a peacemaker has the highest authority. You know, and it's like Robert Menard. He's he's going around saying that he's a peacekeeper. That like he's going around making a society of peacekeepers. It's it's wrong. You're peacemakers. Peacekeepers, well, you're just basically cre- recreating something that was already created in a natural sense, but they're going in a in an artificial type sense. So, sorry, I'm having a hard time with this phone up against my ear. I don't usually talk on phones. This is uh, <laughs> well, it's okay. We can hear you. I don't usually uh, have a phone. I usually just use it for texting. But as long as you guys can hear me all right, that's good. Yeah. But so yeah, so far it, you it, haven't it, told us anything we don't already know though. Well, you, you understand how how common law is basically the law. It's 
it's the law. Like a lot of people say, um, like a lot of people say, well, common law is uh, case law. And they say, well, no, it's not case law. Well, actually, it is case law because when when you when someone trespasses, you go to court and you sue, right? You sue in a court in a common law court. You sue another man. That's that's a common law court. Is a court where you're suing somebody. So if somebody was trespassing, you take them to court, right? And then there's a debate on, as to whether he trespassed or not. Well whether the guy wants to uh, claim that he, he didn't trespass, right? I mean, if he claimed that he trespassed, then there wouldn't be any court. But anyways, if, when they're in court, whatever the, is decided based on the facts of what happened in that trespass becomes common law. So don't. So if, it, if another instance of that same nature happens... It doesn't have to go back to court in order to be heard in a common law sense. It could be heard because, or it could be um, heard in a in a legal sense, because in a legal court, because it's it's already been the facts, all the facts that are in the case, if they're the same as the other case, and the case has been, uh, say. Uh, that it was found that the person was not guilty of trespassing. And, and the same instant comes up. Well, in the legal sense, it's going to show that the person's not, tr- not guilty because that's what the last verdict was. If all, all the facts are the same, right? But if, if another fact that isn't, that there's different, different things, like somewhere where there's the intent, well, then that will make a precedence. So it could be seen as, well, no, it's... You're guilty because you had the intent to do something that this this other person didn't want, which is also with common law is the intent. Like, if you you break a law, which is one thing, like, say say you hurt somebody by accident, in an accident, and... You didn't mean to do it, and you apologize, and you try and make amends and everything. You haven't broken any law, but if you had the intent to do it, then you broke a law, whether it's legal or or, or lawful. In the common law, it's it, it's all mostly about intent. It's the act, and then it's the intent. Like in common law, accident would be. Uh, an act of God, but in the in the legal sense, an accident is the intent to do damage. So when you're trafficking on, on roads and you get insurance, well, according to the Insurance Act, accident is the intent to cause damage. So when you get into an accident, you're basically saying that you intended to cause this damage because you're trafficking, which is common, which is commerce on on public roads. So usually you're you're guilty. You're paying. You're having to pay pay insurance or the fine or whatever the damages are. But in the common law world. It, an accident is an act of God. So if you're driving down the road and you 
your tire blows out, you swerve off the road and knock over a, a sign. The worst, the worst they could do is ask you to pay the pay for the sign, right? And you're not even obligated to do that because it's public property, which is property that you pay for, and governments are there to secure and protect that property. Like I remember back in the '80s, people would run over a, a, a pothole and they'd blow out a ball joint in the front end, and they would turn around and say, and sue the city or write a letter to the city to the mayor explaining what happened and send them the bill and they would get reimbursed for the bill for the damages done to their vehicle because of the potholes because the governments are are supposed to uphold and maintain the public property which is what the roads are so they used to compensate people for you know ball joints blown out tires the busted rims whatever but now they don't you, you get a blowout in a in a in a pothole or something on the side of the road. You're basically crap shit out of luck. Like they don't they don't care. They you know they they might if it's something that you've been complaining if it's a pothole you've been complaining about for months and then you blow out a tire then they they might do it but only because you have a course of action. But a lot of times they they're not. Uh, they're not going to want to pay it. They're going to try not to pay it. But that's the way it should be, right? They're not in the habit of, of just giving out money to anyone. Otherwise, everybody would try to be getting money off of them. But a big, a big, a big change has changed. Like, I've noticed a big change in the past 30 years. Huge change. Like, the, the beliefs of the people, it's, it's crazy. Like, People never used to think of government as, as an authority. They used to think of them as uh, as as a speaker who who speaks to other countries for the people. But other than that, they didn't really have any other authority than that, because the people knew that they were a corporation representing the people. But now it's like the people have to represent represent the government and. They have to follow and obey every little thing that the government does, and well, we all know that's not true. <clears throat> Did you want to take some questions or anything? Uh, sure. If anybody has a question, press star eight, and I'll unmute you. Right now, we don't have anyone with their hand up. So you can continue on. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> I'm just thinking of getting a drink. I'm just going to grab a drink for a minute. Sure, go I'm right ahead. No problem. I have a glass of water right here. <laughs> I think I'll have one too. Okay. If anybody has a question, put your hand up, press star eight, and uh, I'll unmute you. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. I'm How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, All so... Right. I've got a couple of people with their hands up, so if you're ready for a question... Sure. Go ahead, Great Gazoo. You've been unmuted. Hi. Hello. Hi, Angela. Hi, Bugside. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I got I got a uh, question, maybe two. Um, do you have any like real world examples of this? Because like, all right, I think you're in Canada, but yeah. in, in the United States, like if you're a U.S. citizen, then when you're in the states because you're domiciled in D.C., you are a resident, so you're only in the state for commerce. And when you're finished with your work, you're supposed to go back to D.C. So basically everything you do while you're in one of the states is international commerce or interstate commerce. And really the only way to get around that is to correct your status. So do you have any real-world examples of, of common law working or any of these positions that you hold working in the real world when someone has not? gone through and challenged uh, the citizenship or anything like that, right? I, you don't claim the citizenship. There is no citizenship. You're not a you're not a citizen. Like that's what I was saying earlier from the beginning of at the beginning of the call. You're not in a society. The free people are free. That's it. You're not in a society. You're not in and there, there's no as soon as you become in the society, that's where they get you. That's where now you're a citizen of 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 a, of a society, and in any society, there's some leadership, and the, and most societies, if you look at them, are democratic, and a democratic society is fifty fifty one outweighs the forty nine, and that's not fair. In, in a like in a free world where you're born, you're not obligated to be in anything. If you if you choose to use uh, the tools that are given to you, well, then you're obligated to abide by them. But if you're not using those tools, there's there's no obligation for you to perform. And if there's no obligation for you to perform, and they try to take you to court, well, they have to prove it. They're the ones making the accusations. But in a legal world, you have to prove you're innocent. So there's a, there's there's a big difference, and yes, I I I I have done it. I I went to court for driving without a license, uh, no insurance, no registration on my vehicle, and I went into court and I and I claimed to be a man. This was long before Carl Lentz, but I claimed to be a man, and she says. Well, I, before I claimed to be a man, I asked her, "Who do your laws apply to?" She said, "All." She said, "All human beings." And I said, "Well, there you go. I'm not a human being," and everybody in court laughed. And and I'll tell you, there was about 15 people in that court, and none of them were were people that were there for court. All the people that were behind you, they were all lawyers and judges, and they were all instructing the judge in front of me. On what to say, like they they were doing all kinds of hand signs behind me. I could see everything from behind, like just by turning my head just slightly, I could see out of the corner of my eyes that they're waving their arms and 
telling the judge what to say, what to do, what not to do. But she basically claimed that they belong. Her their their legal laws apply to all human beings. And when I said I was a man, she got upset. And so when I so she's like, well, of course you're a human being. I said, no, you you say that I am. Because I'm saying that I'm a man. If you want to say I'm a human being, well, that's that's you saying it. It's not me. I'm not going to argue with you, but you that's what you're saying. So she's like, you're a human being. And, and then the, the prosecutor's like, oh, yeah, you're a human being. You, ha- you have to be. You're a human being. If you're not a human being, what are you? And, I, and again, I said, I'm a man. And so I asked her, I said, well, then read the definition of a human being. Because I knew... If I went the other way, it would have never happened. So she's all happy. She grabs her dictionary and she starts reading the, the definition of a human being. And the definition of a human being is a monster, a beast, a man. Yeah. Um, a monster has a form, a form similar to the Homo sapien or whatever, right? It's like a. Or yeah, because it's a half, half man, half, half, half man, half beast. Which yeah, is what a man is doing when a man is acting as the beast, right? You're half man, you're half beast. So, yeah, it's yeah. So, so then after she was done reading it, she after she said man, she she slams the book, the book with a big smile on her face. Says, "There you go, human being is a man." And I said, "Okay, now read the definition of a man." And well, holy shit, did she get fucking pissed off? The whole court just changed. It flipped right over. She was, she refused. She, there's no way she was going to do it, and I know why. Because if she did, she would have to read Genesis, and she wasn't about to do that because the only definition of man is in Genesis, and man is defined as a divine creature, a, a, the spirit of God. Uh, in, created in the image of God and the likeness of God, um, a divine creature, a uh, spiritual being. Um, but nowhere does it mention a human being. I mean, you, you read the Bible, there's, the word human being doesn't even exist in the Bible. So, And if you look back at the word human being, it goes back to about 300 years before Christ. And then you start wondering why Jesus kept saying, he kept claiming to be son of man and not a human being, which, you know, it's, or for like the Human Human Rights Act, for example, everybody's writing about uh, the human rights, the Human Rights Act, which was created in 1984, 85. So that came out with the Bill of Rights, and it was, so what, humans never had rights before that? Which you know, like that should be ringing a lot, a lot of, a lot of truth in people. And I was arguing with a cop the other day online. You know, it's like online game. Uh, And he's like, "Well, you know, I'm a cop and this and that." And he's like, claiming homosexual or whatever. But we're arguing, and it was about crime. He's like, "Okay, well, what's a crime?" I said, "Arm injury or loss." And he goes, "No, no." Crime is, is defined in the code, and I'm like, okay, so you're saying that before the code defined crime, there was no such thing as crime, and they they all got pissed off and kicked me out. <laughs> but 
but he couldn't answer because it, it just shows how absurd they are that they believe nothing exists until they define it in their own way, right? Well, they don't they don't really know the law. They yeah, they the crime, the crime in their world is disobeying Congress. That's what he said. Disobeying Congress. What about before Congress? Well the peace officers first. Yeah. <laughs> policy enforcement second. And they're putting their second uh, authority above their first, which is not a good thing because you take yeah, them to court and big shit. What are, the, what are the things they always demand from you first? They want evidence that you have a contract with the state, either be a driver's license, registration, insurance is proof of commercial activity. Give give them nothing. Something like that. So if you don't produce any of that, they have to give them give give them nothing. If you give them something, look. If if a man came up to you and said, "Listen, if you see a monkey, shoot it," okay. And then you turn around and say, well, what's a monkey? I've never seen a monkey. Oh, well, you'll, you'll know a monkey when you see one because it'll climb a tree and start eating bananas. So you say, oh, okay. And then you see this man climb a tree and start eating bananas, and you shoot him. And everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I just shot a monkey, right? Like, <laughs> you know, if you're acting, like if a cop pulls you over and says, uh, I need to see your identification, well, he's, he's, he's assuming that you're acting as a child of the province or a child of the state. And if you show him ID, well, you just confirmed his action, his, his assumptions. The best bet is give him nothing. Uh-huh. Like, like when I got pulled over, I, I said, uh, uh, what the hell did I say? I said, uh, oh, I said, um, Fuck. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I'm not acting as... I, I, I basically said, I'm not acting as a child of the province, and I do not require your services. But he he was like, well, you're getting my services. And he was like, okay, let's do it. And so he asked me for my identification, my, my insurance papers, all that bullshit. He didn't get anything. Not from me. He... he he got my name because he, he, well, he ended up placing me under arrest because I wouldn't identify to him. But I had already identified. I identified myself when I said that I am not a child of the province and I do not require your services. Right? So when I said that, I, I identified myself as man. His, his master, because he works for me. He's, when he wears that uniform, he represents me. He doesn't represent the government. He's always in representing the people. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people heard, say, yeah. I heard and, and, that, uh, that failure to produce evidence of a contract is equal to full estoppel. Yeah. So if they, and if they see no license or ID, they can't give you a ticket. No, they can't because they can only charge the legal entity. See, in a, in a common law world, if you committed a crime, like say you killed somebody, it don't fucking matter what your name is or your identification says. You're going to jail. They're going to haul your ass to jail, and you're going to sit there until you go in front of a judge, right? And, and then it's going to decide whether you're guilty or not. And then they'll decide whether you're going to get out or not. But, it, like, as uh, in a legal world, if you're a child of the province 
and you and you commit like a like a police officer kills somebody, well, now it's got to go through legal courts. Does he have the legal right? Because he has certain rights and duties. Did he was he performing a duty? And they're always going to claim that they're performing a duty. Like that's that's just the way it is. That's because they know they can get off of on it because they've been practicing it for so long. Like these lawyers and judges, you do realize that over about 200 years ago, their art was was unlawful here in, in Canada. And I know it was unlawful in the United States. We used to burn these people at the stake because we considered them witches and sorcerers. These are the witches and sorcerers that people used to burn. It wasn't people with red hair and big long nose and no no they were they were these people these people are using words to cast spells on spelling people. yeah it, exactly spelling they're using spell yeah they're using spelling to cast spells on people these are these are the witches and the, and the, the sorcerers that we used to fucking burn at the stake because they would try to overtake man through their sorcery you know, it's, I think it's the 18, 1863 uh, Encyclopedia Botanica described legal as undoing of God's law. Basically, yeah, because like I said, anything that's legal is basically something that's unlawful but has been legalized. So you're allowed to do something unlawful within guidelines, right? So like, for example, trafficking. If you're going to traffic, which is unlawful because you're making money from nothing, which has a great potential to do harm, well, you need to be governed. So that's why they make a legal law on trafficking. Like what they did with the Homestead Act. Like they go, they make a law that mirrors the common law, and then they repeal it. After ten years, they they get rid of it, and then you say, "Oh no, this is a, my homestead," and they go, "No, that law's been repealed." No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? they, they and it's true. Ten years, every ten years, they they do major changes in, in all different areas of everything, history, uh, math, science, everything. They they constantly do it. If you look through history, it's every ten years they do shit like this. And it's because it takes 10 years. If they act any sooner than that, the people will, will become aware. But they know that they can get away if they take 10 years to do each little step. And, and you might think it's 10 years from now, but it's not. Like, uh, they do one thing this year, and then te- they wait. They, they do little steps for the, for the next 10 years. But then the, the year after, they'll do something completely different, which will be the first step. So they'll do the second step of the first thing they did and the, and the first step of the second thing they did. And, and they just keep doing that every year. But they, but they revolve every 10 years. And, and it's because, well, like I said, any sooner than that, we catch on. It's, it's almost like you're trying to sneak up on a cat. You know the speed at which you can sneak up on it, but if you go any faster cat's going to become aware that you're trying to sneak up on. But if you go really slow, cat has no idea until you get there. So it's, they know us. They know a lot about us. It's, it's, they've been practicing this shit for years and years and years and years. And and it's all throughout the Bible. Like if you, you, 
where I got all my common law came from the Bible. Just reading the Bible, like, I mean, I, I woke up after 9-11, I heard it was an inside job, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's crazy. I, I, I went through all the paces, but, and I was a non-believer. I didn't believe in God. I mean, I was raised as a Catholic as a child, but I just didn't believe. When I, when I, once I got into my teens for, for a long, year, long time, for about 15 years, I didn't believe in God. And then I met a Christian couple who, you know, they were great people. They, they helped me out a lot. Um, they told me a, little, a couple things about God and Jesus. And so I started reading the book because it got me interesting, interested. And I started seeing patterns in the book. And so I would ask them and they were like, I don't know. We don't know what you mean. And and they would read it and they would say, I don't know. They, they don't, they, you know. But it, all the time, every time I would read, it would be like things just started. It was like somebody was kicking me in the head, like saying, fuck, get, you know, eat this shit. Get, get, it, get it going. Like, how can you not understand? But yeah, yeah it's all common law. It, the Bible is your history. It's your inheritance. It's your rights. It's, it's your law. It's without the Bible. If, if man actually decides to eliminate the Bible and they burn the books, all the Bibles, we're in fucking trouble because you know, it, it's like Germany and World War II. Like a lot of the reason why they went to war was because the German people were lost. They had no clue who they were. They, they didn't know their history. They didn't know where they came from. They didn't, know, they didn't know a lot of anything. And when Hitler came around and started doing archaeology, archaeology, eh, archaeological stuff and doing research as to who they were and stuff like that. Well, you know, it started picking up their economy. Uh, people started getting excited, like, and then they went, ended up going to war, but that's a different story. Yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, you know, it, uh, I don't know. It's, it's all in, in there. And, and even Jesus said that the that the his, that his testimony should be our constitution. So if that's true, well, like I mean, you can go and you ever, have you ever heard of lawful excuse? I mean, I was speeding. I in a, I was in an eighty zone. I'm passing this car, and I was doing. I I swear I got. I had to have been doing hundred and eighty in an eighty zone, which means I was doing hundred clicks over the speed limit. And around comes the corner, there's a cop looking straight at me, right in the fucking eyes, man. And I, I got in my lane just in time, and he went by. And I mean, if I'd have been any slower, we'd have, we'd have had a head-on collision in his lane, okay? So I look in my rearview mirror, and sure as fuck, that cop does a U-turn, fucking lights on, everything. He's coming after me, and I know he's coming after me, which is cool, because I... I I know a little bit about law, right? So, I mean, I didn't know a lot back then. I knew a little. So, cop finally pulls me over and he says, what the fuck? Do you know how fucking fast you... And I, I'm telling you, no lie, he was swearing. He was... Oh, okay, but size, let's, let's limit the F-bombs, okay? Sorry. 
That's right. He was, I know you're he getting was, excited. <laughs> he was red in the face. Like, if he could, he would have dragged me out that freaking window and beat the piss out of me, okay? Like, that's how mad he was. Because, I mean, and, and he says, I don't know how fast you were going, but do you have any idea how fast you were going? <laughs> And I said, sorry about that, officer. I truly apologize. I said, I was passing a car, and then all of a sudden the passing lane was ending, and the corner was coming up, and I was halfway passing him. I said, the only thing I could do was put the hammer to the metal and fucking go for it, you know? Like, and the cop kind of just sits back and thinks about it. He says, you know, I didn't get to see any of it, but I believe you. I'll let you go. And I, and I went away. And I'm telling you, I was doing 100 over the speed limit. And I admitted that I, would, that I had no clue how fast I was going. But I, I was barreling it. Like, and we almost had a head-on collision. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. Like, yeah, I probably went home and cleaned my shorts out after that one. But... The necessity knows no laws. Yeah. But I had lawful excuse, right? I, I either had to punch it or slow down. And if I would have slowed down, he'd have came around that corner, and we'd have, we'd have, we definitely would have been in a front-end collision. I, like, I did the right choice by hammering down and passing yeah. this, this, this vehicle. Yeah, it was the only safe thing to do because then you'd have been side-by-side side with the other guy trying to get behind him and got yeah. into a wreck. Yeah. yeah, because if the other guy would have slowed down, if he would have said, holy shit, and, you know, slowed down to let me pass, and he would have slowed down, and I'm slowing down, well, no, I can't get into my lane, like, you know, and he's, the cop's doing 80, I'm doing about a buck 40, you know, because I'm trying to pass this car who's doing 80, so it's... I'm good <laughs> yeah, at it. Was, it Thank was you, pretty bro. intense. Thanks, Great Kazoo. Okay, next up is Central Arkansas. Go ahead, Central Arkansas. You've been unmuted. Uh, Central Arkansas, did you have a question? Maybe no, unmute ma'am. your... Oh, there you are. Sounds like you just hung up. Did you have a question? Yes, ma'am. Well, go ahead and now... ask your question. I was going to ask, why do the people not want to abolish the government? Like, why does who? The, the people. They say they start saying that the government is too big, but then they don't want to petition to bring it down a size. Why is that? Yeah. Well, those people would be people who don't understand what governments are for. Like a lot of people say, oh, you're at, you're you're against the government. I'm not against the government. I'm not anti-government. I, am. I I'm hate the government. I, <laughs> I wish not, they were uh, like a hundred times it, smaller. <laughs> I'm all for it, abolishing it government. Oh, I'm definitely for a smaller government because I see I I see that they have their hands in a lot of areas that they have no business in, like for educational, mm-hmm. for example, number one. You know, they should have never been allowed to enter in the educational field area whatever you want to call it. But I'm not against governments. I have nothing against governments because I understand what the governments are there for. I'm not against police. I'm not against lawyers. I'm not against judges. I'm only against a man who acts, uh, acts fraudulently or acts 
how would you say that? Um, it's not who they think they are, who are yeah, they, like, they are. I mean, if if you're entrusted to keep the peace and you don't keep the peace, then you're committing fraud. And if you're committing fraud, then I have something against you. But if you're if you're somebody, if you're a man who's honestly doing what you believe that you're doing is right, and you're just doing what you you know what you believe to be the right thing to do, then I don't have a problem with you. Like people in in, in governments, they're just as deceived as most of us were. Like however many years ago it was that we we honestly thought that the governments had authority. But you know it's. I mean, I, I talked to one lady in in the ministry of the uh, tra- in the ministry of transportation department who worked for the ministry of transportation department and actually helped write the, the highway traffic act. Okay, and she's telling me the government owns the roads, and I'm like, no, they don't. I said they belong to the people. You work for the people. The government works for the people. And she's like, no, you don't understand, son. I said, don't call me, son. I said, go on that computer and you look up highway on your traffic act. So she looks it up and she looks at me and she says, I'm so sorry, dear. You're right. They are public roads. Of course, because everything is owned by the public. The public own everything. And the reason why is because in Genesis, it says that man was created to inherit the heavens and the earth, only if they can achieve what Christ achieved. So this is why Christ came to show the way. He, every, every man was at, before Christ. Everybody was saying it's impossible. There's nobody that could do this. There's no man that could possibly fight the beast, this deception, whatever it is. This whatever you want to call them, they, them. Uh, the beast, the devil, the governments, uh, any man who wants to claim power and authority over you. People were crying. They couldn't do it. Jesus comes along and says, I'm, I am son of man. Like, look at me. I'm telling you how it is. I'm, I'm doing it. And, he, and, and if you read the, the New Testament, it's all about the trials of, of Christ. They would, be, they would bring him into court. They would question him. They would set him free. They would bring him into court, question him, set him free. And then with, with Caesar, they brought him into Caesar's court and said, you've got to deal with him because we can't deal with him under God's law because he wasn't breaking God's law, which is common law, which is the law that everybody has to apply. Even the governments have to obey common law. I mean, if there's no common law, like I, I heard some judges say, well, there's no such thing as common law. It's an old dead law. If there's no such thing as common law, then legal laws are, are, are abolished. They don't exist either because they're all based. All legal laws, legal or un- illegal, are all based on common law. If you change common law, you're going to have to change all the legal laws. This is why most of them all apply to person or persons because as soon as you say, well, they apply to everybody or they apply to a man, it becomes unconstitutional. You can't. It can't be done. Like um, in our Highway Traffic Act, it says no person shall drive a motor vehicle unless blah, 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 blah. 
But then there's another place, and I ask people, well, why does it say no person? I mean, that, that doesn't even make proper English. Why does it say no persons shall drive a motor vehicle upon the highway, blah, blah, blah. But, and they say, oh, well, because, you know, they don't want to differentiate between man and woman. They don't want to make it sexual. Oh, okay. So why does down here it says, everybody who buys or sells vehicles must register with the government. Well, because buying and selling applies to everybody because that's commerce. And that's a law of God, God says. That if you're going to do commerce, you need to be governed. Because it has the, the potential to create harm to the public. Whether it's public property or, I mean, for example, if you have, say, Walmart, they buy, they, they, they start up a store. Well, they've got to ship their stuff from somewhere, so they're going to have transports coming in, trafficking their, their stuff. So they've got to make sure their trucks are insured. They've got to make sure their drivers have their driver's license so they know what the fuck they're doing. They've got to have, uh, they have, to have owner, owner registration to make sure that they own the vehicle that they're in charge of. Um, so when they cause damage to the roads, they're obligated to fix them. They're obligated to pay them. Like a lot of people say, oh, well, if, if you're not paying taxes and you're not, you don't have the right to use the roads, it's bull. Anybody who buys gas pays for the taxes to fix the roads. If you're not buying gas, you haven't paid a cent in tax on for the roads. So if you don't drive, don't worry. Your money's not going towards towards road repair or road building. It's because that all comes from the gas tax. At least it's supposed to. They're probably changing that all now because they're seeing that it's huge money. And, I mean, I don't understand why people are still driving on gas because they have hydrogen taps on YouTube that people have been doing for years, decades now. And cars are running off gas. They're, they're better emissions. Like, the, the engines run better. Like, uh, 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 an engine that used to... What's a... An engine that used to run 200, 200 kilometers on hydrogen, it's going to run freaking almost 600, 700 kilometers because it runs so so clean and so efficiently. But that's that's we're not supposed to be using that because hydrogen is a bad thing, apparently, and governments aren't going to be making money because there's not going to be any trafficking. So there's no trafficking of, of petroleum or gas from from one end of the coast to the other end of the coast. Well, you know, there's there's huge losses. But this is the reason... i it off from the question. Central Arkansas, Arkansas was that answered for you or what? Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. Next up is uh, Alim Muhammad. There you go. You've been unmuted. Hey, good evening, Angela. Good evening. And good evening to your guests and, and the others. Hey, how's it oh. going? All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the, on the call. You got I, a this, bad echo going on or something. How about wait a minute? How about now? That's much better. Thank you. Go ahead. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I uh, understand what the, what, the, what the gentleman is saying about the government, and uh, I appreciate his uh, his comments. And I, I I just wanted him to drill on um, 
the fact that because he talked religious and government in the same 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 vein in the same breath I'm I'm hearing and I, and I, I trust that he's a man of faith and that's what uh, uh, prompt him to to speak in a religious tone as well and I don't blame him for trying to save himself but if a government is is condemned. What is there for, for us to do but to try to save ourselves, being that the government is condemned? But I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to drill on it too long. I want. I want to be brief so that someone else can have something to say, because I really, when he spoke about the religious, and he spoke about the government, I didn't know what the topic was tonight when I got on when I got on the call. Oh, it's uh, just common law in general. Just common law in general. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. So was Carl Lenz on the call somewhere? He probably listened no. to the background. No. <laughs> no one likes that. That'll never, ever, ever happen again. Ever, ever, yeah. ever. Well, you forgive him. Okay? Accident, if, you forgive him. If, you, if you forgive him of all people, that may do something no, to him. It might help him save you. Oh, I don't forgive people that lie and cause hate. And just, he went around telling people I was making money on my call. Well, Angela. Where, you, where you, and listen. how do I make money on this call? You know, I I, just, I hate that kind of stuff. You know, why spread hate and discontent? I don't talk badly about anybody. I try not to talk badly about him, and I won't. But I won't allow and, him on this call again, so don't even bring up his name. Okay, but in Angela, in all the years you've been having your talk, your uh, this 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 talk show, I like to call it, in all the years that you've been helping people and spending your time and, and, and inviting these different guests. Not one time have you asked for money. You may have said you wouldn't mind if someone donated. You may have said something like that. But who wouldn't accept a donation? And that's like, that's only natural. But you've never done oh, that. So I gladly accept donations. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like to ask for them. But I'll okay. gladly take them. I appreciate them. I need all the help I can get. And, 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 <laughs> but, and I hope to get them, too. I hope to but get I don't think I should have to ask, you know. Right, right. And that's the I thing. Don't. You shouldn't even have to ask. Because you you're spending your time, and it's, obviously you have you have expressed some of the some of the troubles that you've been going through, especially you working with a special need human being now, and that should be obvious. If they don't do nothing but send nothing to the special need human being, your son, that should be enough in itself. Uh, and knowing that if they are God fearing man, as most of them come on the program to be, they should understand that they are really actually putting out charity that does not come back blessed, unblessed. It always come back blessed. When you put out charity, if they know that. But but back to the point, I, coming along, I, I didn't know exactly what it was like that because I would I would get confused. I didn't know what is the gentleman's name. I, I, can you tell me this? Bug please? size. He goes by bug size. Bug size. I I'm, I didn't know if you were talking religious or if you were talking coming along. But but kudos to you to your belief in uh in Christ and belief in. And I'm sure you're a Christian. I'm believing that you're a Christian and. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I don't go by religion. I don't go um, by any religion. I don't go by any religion. My beliefs are my beliefs alone. Basically, every time I, t- I I I try talking to anybody in the in the in their beliefs, they don't believe what I believe, according to right. what I believe Jesus teaches right. and what the Bible says. Right. See, I, I believe it's all about trial and error of man, right? right? And the deception. What's the deception? Right. Well, that man is under the authority of the beast. Everybody says, oh, well, God said that he put the beast in charge of man after Adam had been deceived. But yet, God, that, that's not what God said. God said, now the devil will, will, 
rule the world. Right? Okay. He was just okay. stating a fact. He didn't put the devil in charge. He was stating right. a fact. And it's true. The devil is in charge. Because He's man himself. allows himself to be deceived. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. It's not. Well, can, I, it's can, not I, can, can I say... Can I say this to you real quick? Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, I, I know yeah. you got a lot of time. I, I heard yeah. you mention the beast. I heard you mention the beast, and I don't know if you know that I've, I've been a religious man basically all my life. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I believe in all the scriptures uh, that I can find to be true, and I try to put this, put aside the falsehood that they have misled a lot of us with, a lot of us. And we, we I think we all have the same God, every one of us. Whether you're Jew, yep. you're Christian, whether you're Muslim, or even if you don't believe, I believe that same God is, is, is your God and my God. I want to mention a piece real quick. I want you to write down something and then give me your opinion another time, if you can, when you come back on. Because I heard you mention a beast so many times uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, 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 Daniel's, the prophet Daniel's chapter. Seven, verse 17, I'm, I'm going to say again, uh, Daniel chapter 7, verse 17, i tell you who some of the beasts were, and Daniel chapter 7, verse 23, I'll tell you about a kingdom that shall come up, that will come, that was on its way, it wasn't here at this time, but it's going to be a big kingdom, and I think it's here now, but I, I'm not going to go into that, but Daniel speaks about beasts in chapter 7, verse 17 and 23, and then if you go to Revelation, to clear that up even more, you go to Revelation 13, 18, and Revelation 13, 18 tells you the beast is a man, okay? But you're going to find out, Daniel's going to tell you that the beast is man. He's going to tell you the beast is a kingdom too. But you go to Revelation at the end, right there, at 13, 18, it's going to tell you that it is a man. It is 666. That's another story because I don't want to pounce on no one religious, okay? That's another story. But I want to tell you that, and I'm going, to, I'm going to kind of leave you with that, but but the main thing I want to say, for those on the call, including Angela, well, especially Angela, I, I hope, she, if you haven't done it already, that she go see a documentary, uh, a video. It's part one and part two. It's called Scientific Miracles of the Holy Quran. Or just Holy, not Holy Quran, I'm sorry. Scientific Miracles of the Quran, one and two. I hope Angela will see it and the rest of you. And that you see that because I think that'll benefit all of us. And I'm not trying to pounce religions on no one, but the common law, we do need it. I, I believe that, back to that. But I heard you speaking. I think that you're a very religious man in your heart, and maybe you don't know it. You said you weren't, and i got to take your word for it. But, no, no, no. I, I, I believe in God, definitely. I believe in God. I believe in everything that Jesus said and everything that Jesus did. I'm, I, I just don't subscribe to a specific religion. The way I look at it is religion is a window to deceive people who want to believe but don't know enough to read the damn book themselves. Right. You know what I mean? I agree with a lot of what you say. and I mean, I don't know who the beast is. I kind of have an idea. I think it's the Vatican myself. But Wait, wait, wait. Didn't you say you, 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 you believe in the Bible? Oh, absolutely. 100%. The Bible is telling you that the beast is a man. First of all, yep. in Daniel, Daniel 7, 17, it says that the beast was three kings. It says three kings. And I'm talking about three other kind of kings. It says the beast is a three kings. But they're talking about men back then. That was back then in the time of Daniel. Did it tell you the, the beast in a head in the future 
shall be a kingdom. There shall be reversed from all kingdoms. That's that's seven twenty three. Then when you go forth well, to Revelation, it tell you again that the beast is a man. After it tell you six six six. Now when it says six six six, it's man trying to tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something real important. There was a guy who was banished by the Roman Empire in Jesus' time, and he was the one that that is doing the talking in Revelation according to the sciences, according to the scholars, and not me, according to to, to research. This guy, John, uh, 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 this, this guy's Panamus, he is the one who is doing the talking and and, and, and revealing these scriptures who who we now have collectively uh, revelation. And it talks about the beast in the chapter 13, and the beast would be shooting fire down from the sky. The fire down from the only – one, only one that shoots fire from the sky is a man. From the airplanes and stuff, ain't nothing. It's a, it's a man. You're gonna find out, but it's more to it than what I just said. But I well, just, he just, huh? Go ahead. What one thing I'd like to just say, I like, like I said, I don't know who the beast is or 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 the, you know the, the full description. If I did, I would I would reveal it. But the problem is, the one thing I do know is when you mentioned man and you said, well, he's also a kingdom. Man is no, his kingdom. No, no, no. I said, I said the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom is in 23. It's talking about men collectively and women. It says a kingdom. That means all of us. It's just a kingdom. Yeah. It's the most diverse from any kingdom in history. And the only most diverse kingdom in any his- kingdom in history is America. It is the most diverse kingdom in history. And it's the most powerful kingdom in history. And guess who gave us its power? The dragon, according to what is written. And in and, 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 and chapter 13 of Revelation, the dragon, we know when they dropped a bomb on China, China, I mean, on Japan, Japan had a symbol of dragons. Remember that. And the only yeah. nuclear bomb was dropped was dropped by men. Okay? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only Absolutely. nuclear bomb. That's been it wasn't so, a nuke. Yeah. And the Japanese surrendered because the Japanese could have easily taken out the United States. They dropped an atomic bomb. Didn't they drop an atomic bomb in yes. Japan? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, right, 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 right now, yeah. I just call it yeah. nuclear bomb. Am I right? Yeah. When I say nuclear bomb, or am I just? Yeah. No, 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 nuclear. Right. But it, it wasn't. They, they didn't surrender after the second one. It it was the threat of the third one on Tokyo that that caused them to to surrender. Whatever. They, We've gone the all over the place yeah. here on this. Yeah. You know, let's yeah, get back to common we're going, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave you with, I'm gonna leave you with that. But anyway, I, I I just wanted to try to help you out, sir, because I heard you talking yeah, about yeah, it, you it, didn't know who the beast was, and I'm you go look in the mirror. I mean, I don't know who the beast is, but I understand the beast system. You know what I mean? Like, okay. and I understand the players in the, in it. And I mean, but like I say, it, it, all roads lead to Rome, and the only thing in Rome is is the Vatican. And to mm-hmm. me, that's the beast. That's the and one that's conceived in the whole and, world. Right, and then they did they violate the first commandment? Thou shalt have no god before me, and they said God is one, the three oh. and one. They violated they every it? every commandment, every every. Uh, uh, they're the most satanic uh, group. Uh, I I can't even believe they still yeah, have a They're in league way. with the like, Brits and uh, oh, the United it's, States. It's, I mean, they've got their military all over the place. Oh, they have the Knights of Malta, the Knights of Columbus. They have military. Generals and and other ranking members of it's their military big. all over yeah. the planet. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So and they, and they listen, listen. They have the biggest religions in the world, and they have the Jesuits, and they are listen. They are 
I've been around yep. this country. I'm telling you, Agreed, take, it uh, my, take it from me. I've been all around the country. Sassi's book. They have the, right, the, Roman the, Roman priests. They have Roman priests everywhere. That's you. Well, they, have, they all claim to be sovereign, or they're a sovereign nation, and you know it's independent description perfectly. That's for sure. Yes, yes. But I want to leave you with that because I, I was hoping that people could go watch that scientific miracle of the Holy Quran. And it's maybe help us. It should help us all because we, whether you're a Jew, whether you're a Christian, whether you're just a person who's trying to find their way, you know, here's the bottom line. The truth is a lot of us have been misled, but here's, here's, the, here's the main thing. These statues and these laws that they're trying to put upon us are man-made laws. Again, it goes back yeah. to the beast. Well, hey, here's something Jesus said. If you want lawful excuse to get away from any legal bullshit, you know, I actually wasn't going to mention this, but if you want legal excuse, you bring the Bible, the, the 1611 King James Bible into into court with you, and, and when the judge says, well, why didn't you do this or this or that, or why didn't you, and you just say, well, right here it says, Jesus said, if it's the word of man, or if it's the word of God, obey it. If it's the word of man, obey it not. I mean... One, one uh, a couple months ago. I don't I think they're going to let you in the court a with a Bible. Pardon? They they won't let you into the court with a Bible. She's right. They won't. Right, but it doesn't matter. Nope. The judge has one. It doesn't matter. Well, they, don't. She, they don't. They don't. They They've they removed them all. That is They've the all law. been removed. If they don't have if they don't have a Bible in their courtroom, they're violating the law because that well, is you the know. Law. They say, they don't, I don't bring out a Bible anymore. They just say, raise your right hand and swear to tell well, the truth. When I, when I, There's when nothing to, to put your court, hand on. There was a, when I went to traffic court, there was a Bible at her left hand. Wow. And, or no, there, there was a Bible at her right hand, and there was a dictionary on her left hand. Hmm. And when I asked for the, ex, the definition of a human being, she grabbed the book on her lap, which was the dictionary. That's amazing, because you remember not too long ago, what was his name, Judge... Moore, Judge Roy Moore, he was uh, presiding in a particular court, I think, in, I don't know, one of the southern states, and they had a statue of a Bible in the lobby, and they removed it. And he stood in front of it and protested and did everything in his power. And they removed it, and they removed him from all the different judges, uh, uh, churches, <laughs> courtrooms. The only one that's left is in where, where the Supreme Court is. It's It's carved into the the roof there, you know, Moses with the Ten Commandments. And that's about it. You can't find the Ten Commandments anymore unless you have a rogue judge that still believes. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> well, it's not a matter of I wish they all had they uh, Bibles, but nowadays they don't even care. You know, you just swear to the air. Like, it, it doesn't matter whether truth. they believe or not. They have to enforce common law. Well, it, well, listen, it has listen, to be enforced listen. because if they don't, like for example, if I went into court and I found uh, the prosecutor was committing fraud, and I asked the judge, uh, I told a police officer that was in the court, and I told a police officer, I ordered the police officer to arrest the prosecutor for committing fraud. If he doesn't do it, he's disobeying a direct but order. You're going to have to prove him. that fraud before he's going to do anything. No, 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 they no, are, no. They, they act at the will of the judge. They are. They are a That's right. That's right. And first, and Angela right. Angela's right. And she, their, their, first, their first allegiance is to the judge, and the judge won't do it. He is not going to arrest him. And I'm going to tell you from firsthand experience, a judge, 
He's not going to arrest right. me. Then this is they work on the same. I mean, team. unless they commit a crime right there in front of them. Well, that's, well, that's, that's not going to happen. They, I mean, they've got to prove God, and they don't make it easy. So they won't do well, it. They won't arrest him, sir. They won't do it. Unless, like she just said, unless he commit a, a open crime in front of the judge, he's not. They're not going to arrest him. Have you ever done it? it? I'm not talking about a judge, though. I'm talking about a peace officer being in court, and I order a peace officer or a police officer to arrest the prosecutor. Okay, the judge has nothing to do with this. Because well, I have supreme power, I have supreme authority over any police officer. They don't, they don't, think so. man. They're not, they don't believe you. They don't believe you. Okay. They're going, they're going, because they work because because they work so, together. So you're saying that so you're saying if I give a police officer a direct order to make an arrest and he doesn't do it, you're saying he's not gonna do it, right? Right. Okay. Say, so that, means, have, that means that means this police officer is conspiring with the prosecutor to commit an act of fraud. Now right. now he's under arrest. Right, but he's not going to get arrested. So if he doesn't want to arrest the prosecutor, he just involved himself in a criminal act. Do you understand? Because have I'm you ever the done this? Have you ever done it? Have you ever well, tried no, it? I've, n- I've never ordered a police officer to do anything. But I no, have. What makes you think it would, he would do what you officers. want him to do? Pardon? What makes okay. you think he would do this, what you want him to do? A, this is what I'm getting at. If he refuses, he's incriminating himself. He's 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 becoming a conspirator to to a fraud. Not right? unless he witnesses the crime. Not okay, unless right. he matter, witnesses right. the crime, it, it he can do that. It don't they matter. Do Listen, in common law, it don't matter. If I'm willing to stand, say that this man committed a crime and I want him arrested, okay? I'm basically saying that I'm willing to stand in court under oath of affirmation and threat of penalty of perjury, that anything I say bad against this man, if it's found false, is going to come back on me. And I'm the one who's going to be thrown in jail for a while. It's also going to come back on the cop. The cop? Why would it come back on the cop? Because he acted on your bidding. No, without no, no, or no, without, no, you know, no. proof. Because his first duty is to the people. His first well, duty yeah. is to the people. That's why they shoot people all the time, because their first no, right. duty is to because, the people, right? Yeah, but they don't know, right? They don't They don't know. They don't know law. That's the problem with the police officers. They don't, they don't hire cop people because they know law. They hire people and, because they're big, they're bulky, they intimidate little people, and if they're not little... Well, they could probably handle themselves. You're hired. And can right? you tell me, sir? Can you tell me, sir, how many officers are taught common law? None. Absolutely none. They're can not you tell me how many legal law. They're not even taught. When I got pulled over for that traffic stop that I was talking about a little while ago, the cop didn't even have a fucking clue what what the law was breaking. I'm I'm, not, I'm like, well, what act are you acting on? Like, what law are you claiming that I broke? Well, they break their own law. Yeah, let me tell you something that recently happened to me. When I tell you something that recently happened to me in federal court. I tell you something recently happened to me in federal court. Federal court. Listen, I had a judge overrule my due process rights violation by going with the attorney when I had the attorney running scared. The judge said it was this on the record, and I said this was on the record. And guess what? What I said was right, but the judge. Went over me and terminated the case. 
But you know what? It ain't over. I had to go to a higher court now because this judge know what he was doing. He knows it's going to get reversed. But the thing is, is this is what they do. They lie and they work together. They're like, of course, because they try and tire you out. They want to tire so you I, out, exhaust okay. all your resources. They, they, they want you to give up because they, they know most they of the majority of the people are going to give up. You right. say, oh, this is too difficult. You I can't right. do this. I don't have the money for this. I don't have the time. You know, and look what I was people doing. have families. Other than stating the due process rights violation, which they, are, which, which they are scared of. Take my word for it. They are scared of due process violations. Now, other than stating the due process violation, I was also stating common law to back me, off, back me up. I used it as the fallback just in case they do look past the law that's in front of them, which is statutory. I say, okay, we have common law as well. He violated both of them. And it do it sometime off the record. This was done on the record. So I'm not worried about him getting him later on. I'll deal with him later on. The point is that the case is still open. A fraud is a fraud. A board judging will always be a board judgment. I'm not worried. Just a matter, it's a matter of the right human beings getting in their hands. The right judges now. We're in that kind of system. We're in that kind of time. You get it with the right judges, you'll get a break. You'll get a chance. Other than that, you get it with people who was ran by the bank. Because that was a bankster. I know he was a, a bankster on that bench. He know I know that. So the thing is, he just ruled against me. And that's what he'll do. they'll do with all of us. They'll continue to rule against us and see if we have the resources and the energy to go to the next level, which most people don't. You're right. Just like Angela said, you're right. Okay. Is that it for you, Alan? Yeah, that'll be good. I just, I just wanted to. My main thing was for asking people to, to go, to go look at the, the two videos and, and the, uh, uh, <clears throat> the uh, miracles. I wrote it down. Scientific, scientific miracles of, of the Quran. Right. Uh, I want y'all to see. I want you to see that because I love my people. And I want us to be better people, a better nation, and I want us to understand that we are the world here in America. We do, this is the world, no matter how you look at it. And uh, have a good night, everyone. Quran, is that spelled with a K? Q. Q U R A. Q U R A. Q U R A N. Yes. Q U R A N. Yes, it is. Got it. You're going to see. You're going to see part one and part two because it it has it says behind it mind boggling. Because what it's doing is, uh, these are some scholars, recent-day scholars, and I can say they're white scholars because you got good and white, I mean, good and bad in every people, black, white, Chinese, don't make no difference about color. It's the character. These are characters who are saying something that will blow your mind because you're saying, why would they say this? Because they believe it's true. And you need to look at it. People need to look at it so that hopefully it'll help their faith. And it's not to knock the one religion. It's not about knocking no one's religion because we, we pretty much know the truth now in 2018 as to what has happened here in history. And I think we'll be okay when it's all said and done. All right. Let's check it out. Thank you. Good night. Anybody Good else? Night. Press star eight. Otherwise, what else do you have to say, bug size? Bug size. <laughs> Where'd you go? Bug size. I see you're here. Did you go to the bathroom or something? Ah, he's gone. He just disappeared. What happened? Oh, God. Was, was he there even for all of that? I don't even know.
I mean, it shows he's still here on the computer in the chat, but... uh, (laughs) uh, Get hung up, I guess. Back at 7.30, uh, two minutes ago, he said something in the chat. Get hung up. Did he get hung up on? Oh, my God. Go ahead, Alam. Yeah, Angela, this is Alim again. Yeah. I, I just I didn't want to offend the gentleman. I hope I didn't offend him because I wasn't trying. I'm not trying to offend. I know. I don't, I don't think you did. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think he just had a, a phone problem. He had a problem getting on, also. So. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this is an important topic about the law because I'm listening in the background a lot because what is going on? Like the case I just gave you, it should be case law on it. On that case, what I just told you about what happened. With the judge, when when he, he he colluded with the lawyers, they had got got rid of one lawyer after I had filed some things on that lawyer, and, and oh, they, here they he ran off. It. He said it hung okay. up on me, won't let me on now. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, keep trying. We're we're gonna go for a little while longer here. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alan. Oh yes, I was saying that. This should be a case. It should be case law, and it's, it's, it's I, I might make case out of case law out of it because. What's going to happen is I got I got I have to uh, 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 put those together and put them as a conspiracy with the state court and the federal court, and they're working together. Sometimes they're on, a, on or down the street on the phone with each other. But this case that I'm talking about, I don't want to mention the name of the case. We cite the case because it's still going on. We're in the middle. It's in the middle. Actually, in the middle, they're waiting to see if I'm going to appeal it or what else I'm going to do. Because I got other cases and I things I want to deal with, so I don't want to jeopardize anything with my name for my name's sake. But to tell the public, whoever's here on this call, they're not going to rule in your favor, especially if you're a pro se, if they can help it. If you had money with a lawyer, it's a different story, and you got them dead to right. They got to make they try to get some kind of negotiation with you or something like that. There are going to be some wins because if they didn't do that, they would be exposed. So they have to give yeah. a certain yeah, win. I don't know. Rod Class won his case at the Supreme Court. And look where I he know went. No, that wasn't. It wasn't a major case. What? Look, look how mean? far he went. Look how far he went. He went to the he Supreme Court. He went all the court. way to the Supreme Court. Well, yeah, I know. Well, and, and how, how many going to do that, Andy? How many? Of, well, how many yeah, of, I know. No, nobody's going to. Well, I don't know. You never know. Well, we, we do like has a case. Right, right. Should, In my state, we know. do it. I, I, you're right. If anyone has a case, a case, you may have the world whether to do it. If nothing but you have to be inspired to push to the state level. I think he went to the United States Supreme Court after all the other levels. He kept going. And then, then don't forget now, he had the resources. He did? He had the resources. That's how he got there. He wouldn't have ever got there without the resources. And the knowledge. It's not only the resources. Now, think about it. Knowledge, resources, and time. And, of course, you have to have If anything help. happened to me, I'd get with him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he has so, so he, he's like draw the map for you. He, he seems that he's a draw the map for us all. Oh, we have our we have bug size back. Oh, okay. greetings! What happened, bug size? Hey, I don't know. The phone just hung up. It's weird. Oh, come on, we're out. Yeah. Now when I tried calling back in, it wouldn't okay. let me. Oh, I don't know why yeah. that happens to me sometimes too. I try to come on, it won't let me. I mean, I go through all the motions, but then it doesn't. I it it doesn't give my activate my phone or something. I come on the the chat and it's like it doesn't work. I don't know. 
But it's been working okay lately, knock on wood. Hurry, let me knock on wood. I don't want to jinx it again. Jeez, there was a time there when it seemed like every week I was having a problem for months. But anyway, we're back. And so uh, what else do you want to talk about? Or do you want to continue well, on? I, you are? Well, what I, what I was talking about was on uh, about, about ordering a police officer to make an arrest is basically whether he does it or not. Okay, fine. If he doesn't do it, then I write a letter to the mayor. The mayor is obligated to oversee any of his, his these employees that work for the mayor because the mayor is ultimately responsible to me. If he doesn't act and he writes me a letter back saying, sorry, you're shit out of luck, they have the authority, they do whatever the fuck they want. Okay, fine. I take that letter, now I'm going to write a letter to the prime minister. I read a letter to the Prime Minister. If he says the same thing, okay, I take those letters, I send them to the Queen. Now, I'm not talking about the Queen because she's Queen of Canada. She's not Queen of Canada. She's not Queen of anything other than maybe the Queen of England, which is her jurisdiction. Now, a lot of people say, no, she's Queen of Canada. She's not Queen of Canada. She sits at the head of Canada, just like she sits at the... I don't Actually, I'm not sure about the United States. She might sit at the head of the United States as well, alongside of the president, but in Canada, I know for a fact that she sits at the head of the government for the people. And her sworn oath to the people is to protect and to um, uh, basically ensure that your right, uh, your beliefs are not infringed on. You have the right to believe. Your, your faith, she's, she's basically the people's protector in their faith. So when I go to court and I'm claiming that I'm a child of God and that I have servants that are not obeying my commands and that crime is being done like, and nothing's being done about it by the people that are in, in, in the position, like for example the police officer who I told to arrest the prosecutor, and no, I'm not going to write the queen as my grandmother I'm not going to write to her as the Queen of England. I'm going to write to her like she's my sister. Plain and simple. Because only your sister is your equal. Your grandmother or your mother has authority over you. So I wouldn't write to her as uh, as anything other than your sister. And yeah, you got to use respect because she's your equal. And if you want to be treated with respect, you got to treat others with respect. But basically, you let the Queen know that your servants or our servants, mine and hers, because they serve her as well. Their first oath is to me. Their second oath is to her. So if I'm complaining, and I'm a child of, the, of God, complaining to her that her, our servants are not obeying the first law, well, that's, that's broad. That's, they, they can't do that. Now, if the police officer did, in fact, obey my order and arrest the prosecutor, okay, it's, I go, when, when it goes to court, okay, it could be determined whether they could be released on bail or whatever until a court hearing is done so that they could see whether my, my accusations are, are truthful or not. And as a common law man, if you're, once you're found as lying, you're, you're done. Your, your word is shit, and you got to prove every single thing you say, and it don't matter which case it's in. 
So in this particular case, you're, unless you're proven as a liar or, or, or that you've committed a, a crime in, in yourself, they have to take your word for it until they can either prove that you're wrong or that they can prove the other person, the prosecutor, is innocent. If they can't prove the prosecutor is innocent, my accusation, and they can't prove that I'm lying, my accusation stands as truth. And the reason is because the word of man is the word of God. And that's what the Bible is basically explaining. This is why a lot of people say, no, I can't obey you. I only have one God. I only obey my God. And nothing happens to them. And it's like, oh, it was a miracle of God. God protected them. No, it's because they knew the law. So yeah, in a sense, God did protect them. But it was because these people knew the law. They didn't want to be subject to it because if they were found guilty of trying to commit fraud or trying to deceive a child of God, it's 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 that almost death for them in almost every sense. Like like here in, in Canada, like I was saying earlier, if if someone a, a public servant commits fraud, it's considered extortion. Uh, it's considered uh, treason because you are king. This is your kingdom. Like, we don't own the land. This is why the Bible says the, the land will never be bought or sold because we don't own the land, but we are the inheritors of the land. So we don't own it, but it will be ours, and it still belongs to God. It's God's going to decide who's going to inherit the land, which is going to be man. It's not going to be every man, but it's going to be a selective man, uh, the righteous, the, the, the ones who are hell-bent or intent on committing fraud and deceiving man for their own personal gain, they're, they're not going to get anything. I mean, if you read, read Revelation, you hear all these people that, that, are, that are deceiving man. Like they say, oh, these people, the, the, it's, whether it's, they claim it's the Jews or the, the, the Israelites or the, the, what do you call those, the, the guys, the, the white and the red, the Jesuits. It, it doesn't matter who you claim claim to be. It doesn't matter who they are. They're, they're not going to get the inheritance if if they're committing this atrocious fraud. But if they're not involved, then, they, then they'll probably inherit it. But but yeah, it's like, and I, I've explained the whole legal system and uh, uh, according to the common law system, like the differences were in common law, you're acting, you're you're being a man. In in legal world, you're acting. So if you're acting, you need to produce. Uh, I told this to a few people, like about being a child of the province and not requiring uh, your your services to a police officer when being asked for ID. These kids had ended up going to, uh, or these children ended up going to. Uh, a bar, they were about 19 years old, they went there, there was about six of them, and I don't know, something happened and the police were called in. So the police started asking these boys questions and, you know, they were being cooperative and everything. So then the police start. one of them started asking them for ID and, you know, some of them started showing them their ID and one of the guys who was really listening to what I was saying, he said, I'm not a child of the province. 
And the cop just looked away from him and started asking other people for their ID. And I said, well, what? Did they ask questions or, or what? And he's like, no, they didn't, they didn't even talk to me. They didn't bother me at all or anything. They didn't, didn't ask me any questions or nothing. They were just focusing on the other five guys. I was like, really? And then he's telling me that one of the other guys who, who uh, I forget what it was, but he showed him his ID and he tried to grab, get his ID back. He, he asked for his ID back or something. And I don't know, he was being cocky. And he ended up getting the shit kicked out of him by the cops. And he spent the night in jail. So, you know, it's, it, it's attitude and it's knowing who you are. Like, if, you're, if, if, you, if you don't know whether you're acting or being, then they're likely going to win. Like a lot, like when I went to court and I was, they were claiming that I was a human being, why would they argue and try to get me to say that I'm a human being when I clearly stated that I am man and she said, well, a human being is man. Why didn't she just say, okay, fine. You, you claim to be man, you're a human being, blah, 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 you're guilty. No, it didn't go down that way. Instead, she got all pissed off. She, she ordered a police officer to come in and, and have me removed. I was like, fine, you want to have me forcibly removed? That's fine. So I waited. The cop comes in. He grabs my arm, and I said, that's assault. And the cop says, no, it's not. I said, yes, it is. We walked out. It's, it's fine. It's all on record. And if they say it's not on record, well, like, again, like I said, my word supersedes their word. I am the master. They are the servants. You cannot take a servant's word over your master's. Jesus talks about uh, the master and the servant a lot in a lot of his parables. Um, he even said that if we treated our servants as servants, they would never have been able to kill him, which he would, you know, he'd probably still be walking the earth today. Who knows? But it's it's interesting because he's constantly brought into court and they're constantly saying, asking him stuff like, are you Jesus of Nazareth? And Jesus says, you say that I am. Right? I'm not going to argue with him. You guys say I'm Jesus of Nazareth. He just claims to be son of man. And all the time, that's all he ever claimed. He, ne- he doesn't even claim to be son of God. There's another time when they brought him into court. We do not doubt, and they, they, they said to him, we do not doubt that you are a God. But do you claim to be the son of God? And Jesus says, you say that I am. Again. And the reason is because they just, if you're well, if he's a God, and there's only supposed to be one God, because these are Jews. They only believe in one God. So if they're agreeing that Jesus is a God, well, the only possibility is either he's the creator, which they knew he wasn't, or he's the son of God, right? But the son of God in the sense that we're all God's children. Um, Jesus also talked about going out into the world and making peace, so we're peacemakers, which gives us the highest authority. There's another example of us having, of man having the highest authority. He also talks about um, the alpha man has fallen and the beta man has risen. So man has stopped being man and has started acting as human beings or children of the beast. So, you know, it, and it's, you know, like they say, they'll say, oh, do not overconsume. But yet people say, oh, well, that just means to eat. Don't overeat. Don't overindulge in, your, in eating. 
That's not what it means. Like, listen to the radio. They're constantly calling us consumers. Well, if we're consumers, we're obviously consuming too much because we shouldn't be consumers. We should be people, right? It's like Obama said in one of his speeches. Somebody asked him, but what about the people? And he looks around and says, what people? I don't see any people. Of course not. He just sees human beings. He sees, he sees servants. And servants aren't people. I mean, they are, but they're acting as, as a beast. So if you're acting as a beast, you don't see people, you see other beasts. So that's what he was saying. He, he doesn't, like, if you think that the, the government or, or these federal courts or judges are going are gonna to jump on common law, they're not. They, they avoid that like the plague because there's no money for them to be made. In a, in a common, like, for your remedy in a common law court, you want to take, uh, any common law court is a court where you take someone to court and sue them. That's a common law court. There's, there is no, like, I don't understand this whole, uh, uh, you can take them to court and get a judgment. Well, what court are you going to take them to? Like, a legal court? Yeah, the only court you can take them to is, is the lawsuit court. You have to sue. That is the only remedy that man has uh, as in law is, is the option to sue. And you can sue for so many different things, defamation of character, slander, uh, trespassing, like all the laws, they all it, they all exist. They all have to exist. If they don't exist, then then legal there's there's nothing. There's nothing to back. There's no backbone to the legal world because legal is nothing more than rules and regulations to that allow you to do something that is unlawful. So how can you driving down the road? in your own public property or your own vehicle be unlawful. You're not committing a crime. And if you look up the definition of a crime, it even tells you that a crime is a sin. So it's all law. There, there, it's, and people say, oh, it's the law of water or whatever. It's, co- it's commerce law or it's the UCC. They're all, they're all riding on ecclesiastical law. The right, like, Jesus said, you want to know the the ending? You need to find the beginning. And in the beginning, God created man on the sixth day, not on the fifth. So if you're claiming to be a human being, you're claiming to be on the fifth day. And if you're claiming to be on the fifth day, then you're out of the inheritance. And if you're out of the inheritance, they have no reason to serve you. You're you're not a king. You're just an animal. You're you're under there. They They want everybody to claim to be human beings so that they can... So once they get rid of the, the Bible and everybody believes they're human beings and a man is nothing more than the male sex of, a, of, of the human race, well, then these people are going to claim to be the sons of man. And then they're going to bring out the Bible and they're going to say, look, here's our proof. And we're all going to read this Bible and we're going to say, holy shit, we have to serve these people. We're nothing but, we're nothing but humans. We got to, you know, these people are man. It's, it's crazy, and it, like, like this whole alien invasion crap. That's that, come on, like, <laughs> they're not aliens. They're demons. They've been here for thousands of years. They've been here for as long as we are. They've been here longer than us. And even Jesus says, "Don't worry, we are not the first. But that doesn't matter. Like, and it doesn't. We were created on the sixth day. We were created last. But guess what? It doesn't matter. If you read the Book of Adam, Eve." 
after God created Adam and Eve, he brought forth, he, he commanded all that he created to stand before Adam and Eve, and he commanded them all to bow to Adam and Eve. And the, and the devil refused to do this. He said, what? How can you expect me to bow to this man when I was created first? I was before this man. But like Jesus says, I, I was in the beginning and I am in the end. I'm the beginning and the end. Because the Son was always God's intent when he started creating the heavens and the earth. That was God's, cre- God's intent, was to have a child, to have a son, to somebody, a, somebody to, to share with, right? So created, created man to be the inheritors of the heavens and the earth. And this is why man will always bring, super, supersede in law, as long as that man does not commit a crime. Now, lying is a crime. 200 years ago, you might think this is strange, or you might have even heard of it, but writing a fictional book was against the law. You, you could get, go to jail for that. You, you fiction was not allowed. And the reason why was because of the, 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 the possibility to deceive. So can you imagine if there was no lying, okay, there's no books that, that, that has any fib to it or there's no, there's, no, um, there's no fiction to it. All the books that are out there, they all speak the truth and everything. And then all of a sudden this book comes out. It's called Darwinism or whatever, The Evolution of Man. If, if people, people start reading this and they take this as the truth, well, they start getting deceived into thinking, oh, well, we evolved from a rock floating out in space. Okay, it's, and that's where we are today. And this is why fiction was not allowed. It was, it was unlawful. It was considered a lie. If you, printed some, if you put something out as fiction, it was considered a lie. There, there was sci-fi science fiction, which was basically based on not the assumption, but um, a belief in a way of something that. Like, for example, you look up at the stars and we assume that they're planets. It's science fiction. It's not, it's not fiction, but it's science fiction. There's obviously lights in the, in the sky. We all see them. We don't know what they are. The only thing we have close to judging them by is the sun. So we, are, we assume they're, they're suns, even though we have no clue, but that's science fiction. It's not, it's not necessarily a lie, but it's not necessarily the truth. But in fiction, for example, Peter Rabbit, a talking rabbit wearing a blue coat, obviously, you know, that's fiction. There's no talking rabbit with wearing a blue coat. I mean, there might be a rabbit wearing a blue coat, but only because somebody put it on him, right? But rabbits don't talk. We all know that. But, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, we might think that history was very strict, um, that we didn't, um, that our ancestors didn't understand or they didn't have the open mind, but it's not. They, they understood full well of what was going on. This is why they, they burnt witches at the stake. They, 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 
if you were caught print trying to trying to publish something or or write something that was fictional, you could end up in jail for the rest of your life. You could be in a prison or dungeon or whatever. Back then, they had it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Wanna <laughs> like, I mean, take a question? We got a hand up. Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Okay, California, you've been unmuted. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Thank you. Hi, Dallas. Hi, Angela. Uh, good call, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, bug size. You, uh, I take it that you're one of regular listeners to Angela's talk you call. Yeah. Um, I uh, said a question, Grant. You know, the one thing I, I always understood is that common law is very cruel. It's like what you were talking about, the last point regarding the Salem witch trials. When the common laws, you know, the majority of the people decided you were a witch, then they were going to bring you at the stake, even though you weren't, just because you were mixing up an ointment to treat a wound or something. And uh, the common law was really cruel, and it can still be very cruel. But, yeah. you know, a lot of common law was originally based, like I said, on, on biblical scripture, uh, mainly the, the commandments, because it was common amongst the people. The question that I have, because we're not in those times, we're in current times right now, and mm-hmm. we've all been through a lot of different things. You explained some things that you were going through with uh, court situations, and I take it from hearing you that you've gone through several court situations, traffic tickets, things like that. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you were kind of like me. I had a six-speed six, 5.6-liter six, black Trans Am, nine, 1993, looked like a Batmobile. And, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I did the same thing going from Laughlin to Las Vegas. I passed by six cars on that dark road late at night, and the uh, very first car coming towards me, I was gone about 96, something like that, 93, 96. And uh, I decided I was going to slow down. It was a California, it was a Nevada Highway Patrol. <laughs> yeah, lights turned on, turned around, stopped me, the whole works, yeah. Anyways, you know, that was an interesting uh, experience, but I did get a ticket, but ended up getting it. Uh, you didn't have lawful of. excuse? Uh yeah. I, I had one guy. I had one I, guy I, grab the I, I was late. I was late. I had to get somewhere. And yeah, they were coming at me. It was a bunch of them. It was late at night. Yeah, it was about it was about uh, seven thirty at night. Now I was late. I had to get to Las Vegas for a meeting. And but it, were, he wasn't going to hear it. And I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't have anything. I he already had a warrant for my arrest in Nevada on a, another ticket. And, and you know, so I just yeah, I ended up got the ticket, but I, you know, I ended up getting it taken care of. I never had to do anything with it. Didn't have to pay anything. I got it pretty much wiped out, but uh, but not with the officer. I didn't want to deal with him. I kind of pick my battles depending upon what it is, and I got it taken care of by someone else that I knew that was higher up that took care of it for me, uh, but <laughs> I, I lied a little bit, okay? Um if I had told him who I was, then I would have been in the Nevada jail. Um, and I would have left my mom in Laughlin wondering what happened to me. But the thing is, yeah, we've all been through a lot of these things and a lot of issues with the courts and everything. But my question to you is, with all of the stuff that you've been through, and I can tell you've probably been through more than what you talked about, was any, did anything go towards conviction? 
did anything go towards where they put you in jail and after being convicted or there's a record that right. on the county records or whatever or the parish records of you and we and you're in Canada. Okay, you're in Canada. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Canada. I've been in court several times. Not not a whole lot. Several times. My first my first time in court was for possession. And I pleaded guilty because I didn't really know the whole common law lawman. But I did know a little bit about law because well, it's hard to explain because when I was growing up, I lived in a small town. And throughout the 70s and the 80s, things changed very, very slowly there. Like I was saying earlier, every 10 years, things change. They, they, they have an emo- emotion of, of things that they put into action. Every 10 years, and things change. But in, in the small town that I grew up in, we, we were all... Most of us were like, we weren't family, but, you know, in a small town, everybody knows everybody and everybody becomes like family, right? So people didn't want to leave the town and a lot of newcomers didn't want to come to the town because they didn't know anybody. So things changed very slowly in this town. And our teachers, my teachers were adamant about when the, when the new dictionaries came out, they, they were like, nope. You're sticking with the old dictionaries because the old dictionaries, blah, 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 right? We didn't, I didn't know any of this shit back then. But knowing now, I understand. I, like, I, it's, it's so clear. It's, it's like the path is lit up with nightlights. Every, every 12 inches, there's a nightlight. So I can't miss the path because it's, it's, I can see it plain as day. I, basically, it's like when Jesus said, uh, uh, when they said that Jesus uh, cured the blind man, right? Or Jesus says you're you're not you're miss you're not seeing the picture. You, you're not seeing what no eye can see, right? Like, or you need to see what no eye can see, or hear what no ear can hear. It's it's that knowing, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I've been to court. So the first time I went to court, anyway, was was basically um, for possession. I had a gram. Uh, a buddy of mine had a previous charge. Um, he, he, the cops came up to us. He, he threw it at me because I knew he was going to jail if he got caught with it. I grabbed it. I put it in my pocket. I didn't think they were going to search me. I had no previous records or nothing, right? You know, and I wasn't scared of these people. I mean, I know they're servants. And I know that even if I did get caught, it's a federal crime. And all that means is that I'll never be able to get a job with the federal government. That's all it means. Federal crime is nothing. It's, it's not a serious thing like most people think. Uh, a common law crime is far more um, devastating or damaging than a federal crime. I mean, unless, unless of course, you're going to try and overtake the government or something like you know what I mean like but for possession fuck that was I was laughing so so the cop asked me to search me and he searched I said yeah search me no problem so he searches me and he, he find he finds the weed so he says oh I found this blah 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 and he says okay well you you know what he goes I'll drop the charges if you tell me that buddy uh bought this and he smoked a joint with your other buddy and then gave it to you. 
and we'll, we'll let you go. And I was like, yeah, right. I said, no, no, that, that's my weed, man. So, <laughs> so the cop's like, oh, okay. Uh, and he's like, you do realize you have a clean record, right? You're like, oh, they were trying everything to get me to turn on my buddies, man. Like, oh, yeah, put it all on them. Don't worry about you. It was like, fuck, whatever, man. Like, I'm not going to rat on my buddies. I'll take the shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't have a previous record. I'm guilty. I said, that's my weed. So they're like, okay, fine. Who did you buy it off? I said, I don't know. I was driving by some some, some guy last night, driving downtown. I seen a guy. He he asked me if I wanted to smoke. I said, I pulled over. He jumped in, gave me a gram. I gave him 10 bucks. He got out. And I left. He's like, oh, what did this guy look like? I said, well, he was wearing blue jeans, a leather jacket, long hair, mustache, scruffy looking. <laughs> he looks at me with a smile and says, oh, shit, you know, you just described half the people in the city. I said, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> and I was, hey, what can you do, man? I'm trying to help you guys out, but my help isn't helping you. There's not much I can do for it, right? So like, there, there's ways to interact with these people without actually help doing their job for them. You know, like they have a job to do. It's their job to do it. And if you're going to give them identification, you're, you're doing their work for them. Like I, I don't give them any identification. They want to take me downtown, take me downtown. They want to hold me until, they get, until I go in front of a judge because there's no, even in legal laws, there's no law that requires me to identify myself. There's only a law that requires children of the province or the children of the state to identify themselves. For example, a police officer has to identify himself when asked, even when not asking. I mean, you hear a lot of times in court where um, the cop will say, oh, I told him to freeze and, and he still kept running, so I shot him. And the guy says, well, yeah, but... He didn't identify himself as a police officer. And the judge says, well, did you identify yourself as a police officer? He's like, well, I thought I did. You know? So the guy gets away because the police have to identify themselves. Public servants have to identify themselves. Uh, and another thing, I, I get, I get um, phone calls all the time from the government. I, I just tell them, listen, I don't contract with anybody except unless it's through the federal mail. So if you want to contract with me, send me some federal mail. Send me some mail through the federal mail, and I hang up on them. I don't even give them a chance to reply or anything. They keep calling, but I get no, I get no mail. So I get no mail. I get nothing. Like, so I. And anyway, I went to court. I pleaded guilty because I didn't really know a whole lot, and I got a, a minimum fine. I think it was like a hundred bucks. So I thought I paid it, but I obviously I didn't. So when I got pulled over for not having any plates, not having any insurance, not having all this other shit a couple of years later, there was a warrant for my arrest. But he had already arrested me before he knew who I was. And how he knew who I was was because he, he read the VIN number on my vehicle and sent it into the police station. And then they came back and gave them my name. The problem was, is in court, I still never identified myself as that legal entity. And I never agreed that I was acting uh, as, as a child or as someone who is committing 
or, or doing trafficking on public roads, in other words, who, who should be acting as a child of the province, but is not obeying the rules and regulations, which I'm supposed to be governed by because they believe I was trafficking, but I wasn't trafficking. So when I went to court, I was arguing on the trafficking charge. I was arguing that I was a man, not a human being, because the judge clearly stated that law, her, their laws applied to all human beings, right? Who else are they going to apply to? They, they can't apply to man. They can apply to a man if that man is acting as, right? There's there's being, and then there's not being, or to be or not to be, right? Because everything's an act. They're they're just acting. They're following scripture, but they're doing their own thing. These people are not creative. They're they're not. They're so fucking stupid. They're, they're not creative. They follow. They and they just mimic. That's all they do. So if you know the common law side, you can clearly see the legal side and how it, how it works and how they try to manipulate and how their laws work. Like the Highway Traffic Act, sure, they have the authority to govern traffic on the highways, but you're not doing traffic on the highways because traffic is the transportation of goods and services. Uh, a, a taxi driver, he's transporting people, right? That's a service that he's providing on public roads. He has to be governed because imagine if he wasn't governed. Well, shit, if, he's, if, he, if, if the people that, he, that just called in for a ride are 15 minutes away, but he can get there in five minutes, well, isn't that better? Because then now he can fit in more calls. So he is, now he's going to be doing an extraordinary speed, you know, putting people's lives in danger in order to make money. Well, we can't allow this, not in the common law world. Even though we want this service, they have to be regulated. So if you want to be a taxi driver, you have to give up some of your, well, you have to give up all of your inalienable rights or your inherited rights to be a, act as a legal person which has legal rights and duties. I mean, you still have legal rights. You, you have the legal right to do this. You have the legal right to do that. You have the legal right. And this is why every time they talk about law, it's always about legal. Oh, that's legal or that's illegal. It's, you, never, you hardly ever hear about what is lawful or unlawful anymore. And that's what we should be talking about the most is law, lawful or unlawful. Because, and when you start mentioning that to cop, oh, some of these cops are like, hmm. That, that sounds familiar, but how come I've never heard that before, right? Because they're always used to hearing legal or illegal, and they think legal or illegal is the law. It's, it's not a law. It's just a rule or regulation allowing you to do something that is otherwise unlawful because it can cause an immense amount of damage to people or property or public property because everything belongs to the people because the people are in charge of God's land while God is resting. And another thing is Jesus said, um, if, if it belongs to Caesar, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Everything else belongs to God, right? Well, what, what I believe that means is, what, what you do is, if, if, if Caesar wants something and it belongs to Caesar, give it to him. 
Caesar is a Caesar. Like government sees things, right? They seize your accounts. They seize this. They seize that. They're Caesars. Governments are Caesars. They, that's what Caesar was representing is the governments. And so when you buy a vehicle, okay, you don't put it in your name because it's not what you should be doing is you should be sacrificing that vehicle to God, right? Because it's God's property. God owns everything. God created everything. God, even though man created it, the materials that you use to create that vehicle came from God originally. So it, it's God's property. No matter what, it's always God's property. So when you buy a vehicle, you sacrifice that vehicle to God, and you become the caretaker of that vehicle. So now that vehicle is yours because you're caretaking for it. So that means you, you're liable for you know, whatever happens to that vehicle. So when, when the cops ask you, well, you have to register this vehicle, it's like, well, you explain that to God because it's not my vehicle. I sacrifice it to God. It's God's vehicle. He owns it. I just make use of it. All right? And there's nowhere, no law, that even in legal law, that says you have to register God's property in order to use it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to use the land. Right? Banks. What would banks say? shit, how can I sell this property? I don't have a letter from God saying that I have the right to use it. So, you can't do that. And again, like I said, you can always write to the Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of England, uh, as your sister, you know, someone with, with respect, and you let her know that you're a child of God, and your full faith and credit is in God. You can even put in some scriptures if you want, like whatever, and, and just explain the crime that that's happening and believe me shit will get done because it, it it has happened i heard of it in the 70s where a guy was driving this was my first experience of i didn't really know a lot about it back then i was probably about i don't know 12 13 years old and a cop came up to me i was walking down the street and a cop comes up to me and says uh like he was driving this car. I had a garbage bag with a, a, a game in the bag. It was a shit loot game. It was an electronic battleship. It had just come out, and I got it for Christmas. So I'm walking down the street, and I got this in my over my shoulder. It's about 10 o'clock at night. I'm coming back from my friend's house. I'm heading home. And a cop pulls up beside me and says, where are you heading? I said, I'm heading home. He's like, where were you? So I just said a friend's playing. And he says, uh, what do you got in the bag? I said, just the game. He's like, oh, yeah? He's like, are you a child of the province? I said, no. Smile? Well, I, I didn't just say no. I, I had to think about it. I had thought about it for at least a minute or two. And I said, no. I didn't know what the hell it was, what any of that. This is the first time I ever heard of that. And he smiles and drives away. And I went home. And I, I thought about that all the time. I'd always ask everybody, what is a child of the province? And I, nobody seems to an, want to answer this question. But I got the answer from a federal judge, a, federal, a retired federal judge. And a child of the province is anyone acting under their legal birth certificate. Because you have two certificates. Uh, You've got a live birth certificate or a live birth record which is the record of a live birth man, of a live man 
being born. And then a birth certificate, which is basically an inheritance. It's, 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 um, it's a share in a corporation that you own and that every natural born Canadian or American, this was created by the governments to, uh, in a way to try and protect you from uh, falling into servitude from like say a bank or something like that. Because it's a, it's, it's, it's a trust. It's a trust fund, that's what the government's there for. It's basically a trust. They're, they act in a fiduciary sense and they also act as an administrator, right? But there's, there's different departments. And the Law Society, which was unlawful 200, 300 years ago, like, like I said, we used to burn these people for, for witchcraft and witch, witchery and all that. These people are are uh, legislated to practice their art in our country as long as it's only federal or provincial, like it's it's legal. They they can't they can't interfere in in common law. They can't. That's why they call it practicing law, because they can only practice. They can't they can't actually do real law. They can't write common law. It's, they can't. They can, they can make judgments on, on certain situations about that have, might have to do with common law, but other than that, they can't. But, so when I went to court for this traffic charge, there was really nothing they could do. Like, when, like, because uh, everything they had was like he couldn't prove that I was the name that he got back from the the police station because I gave like I said I gave them nothing I gave them nothing nothing at all and even though I wasn't fighting that it was the traffic that I wasn't uh, acting in trafficking I simply was basically going on the premise that I was man not acting as like because i could have went and said well i wasn't trafficking prove i was trafficking then i'm playing their game i'm i'm basically submitting myself to their authority their jurisdiction and if you're going to do that well you need to know a few things you're going to play in their court you, you need to know lawful excuse you need to know um uh, uh what was that other one um there's lawful excuse, um, intent. Okay, like there's intent. Intent is a good one too. Like you use intent, you know, like or to get out of court. If you don't know how to get out of the legal court situation, you can also um, if the judge, if you ask the judge if she's a sworn judge, the judge says that she's a sworn judge and she's willing to repeat her oath to you in court. Right after she's done repeat, uh, stating her oath in court, you can assign her as your trustee, and that uh, your trustee in that um, in that matter, in that uh, instance, 
You know what I mean? Like, you can make her the trustee of, uh, of the legal person so that she is liable, right? Because they're obligated to uphold the law. So they know there's a crime going on. And, and the judges know. They know the freaking prosecutor has no jurisdiction. They know the police doesn't have any jurisdiction. But you're not complaining or you're not saying anything. So she's, the judge is like, okay, well, you know, and sometimes it's when we touch on the common law, they get sensitive because they can't go there. You're you're going outside of their bounds. Like it's like throwing a dog a bone that's chained to a doghouse. The, the, dog, the chain's only ten feet long, and you're throwing the ball fifteen feet away. It, the dog can't play. He wants to, but he can't. Judges they they can't do that. They can't go if they're uh, like a, a traffic court. They can't go common law. It's they can't. They don't have the jurisdiction. They, they don't. <clears throat> Common law is a lawsuit court. You want to get into a common law court, it's, you got to get into a lawsuit court. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't even go to federal courts. Like, like these people would say, just don't go. You shouldn't. If you get a ticket, send it, go to the, straight to the court uh, within three days and give it to the court clerk and say, this was given to me in error. And if the judge, or if they say, well, what do you mean it was given to you in error? And just say, that's not me. Point at it and say, that's not me. And they'll smile and they'll take it back because you have to own it. You have to own it. If you keep those tickets after three days, you're, you're, you're basically saying, I, I want to practice law with you people. So, and a lot of times, like, you, it's not necessarily a bad thing that they're practicing law. It's kind of good because they find loopholes in the laws that Congress makes and they can fill, they can fix up those holes. It's like a lot of people say, oh, well, when you find a loophole, the government changes it so that you can't use that loophole again. Well, that's just it. That's the whole point of practicing law. That's why they practice law. If they didn't practice law in that fashion, uh, there wouldn't probably wouldn't be as many judges or lawyers because they would just be remaking verdicts over based on previous previous judgments like. But because they practice law, each case is unique. This this case, oh, this you know, like it's changed this much. Let's let's change this much in the statute or the act or whatever. And Does that help just you? Fill that hole. Dallas. Excuse me. Thank you, Angela. Hold on, <laughs> Southeast Texas, California. Okay. Was that good for you, Dallas? No, he didn't answer my question. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was it? Again, uh, you want to know about successes in court? What I want to find out is, okay, I'm always interested in remedy. That's always my thing. You know, well, you always have how, how to do something, how things should be done, how it can be done is really not of that much interest to me because I've heard it over the years. been on Angela's calls for years and some of the other calls. And I've heard a lot of people over the years tell you how to do it. Then they end up in federal prison, they end up in jail, they end up being political prisoners or whatever. And those, 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 those things are learning experiences. We learn from that what not to do. Um, you know, my question was, uh, it just pretty much, you know, was requesting a yes or no response, really. It was, uh, you know, with everything you've used in common law, it was scriptural, taking the Bible and talking to the judges that way. Did that work for you to not go 
and get a criminal charge charged against you and get convicted, or have you ever been convicted to where you have convictions on the record? Okay. The answer is no, unless you're counting the time when I went into court and pleaded guilty for a possession charge. So that but was when you true. were that was when you were young, twelve years old. You said. That, no, no. When I got charged for possession, I was uh, I was in my twenties. No, okay, that, so you're in twenty. That, that was something that worked yeah. out well. We've all kind well, of had things like that. I, I I pleaded guilty on it. And I was supposed to pay a minimum fine, but when I I didn't know common law back then. But when I did know common law, was when I got into a traffic fine, a traffic uh, charge or stop or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But anyway, nothing happened of it. I I didn't lose my license. My license wasn't suspended. I didn't get any charges. Um, after I got thrown out of court and I claimed that I was being assaulted, a woman walked out of court and handed me a scrap piece of paper with some numbers on it and said, the judge found you guilty and wants you to pay this much. So does that sound like they found me guilty? <laughs> it doesn't. They A scrap piece of paper? Come on, that's not legal documents. You don't... So, so was there an actual charge on the record where... You were no, guilty, or did they several, charge you not guilty and let you go? Well, I don't know because I wasn't in the court, right? I was forced out of court by the police. She she summoned police to come in and have me forcibly removed. So you don't and know I whether even, or not you. So they actually oh, let do. you go I when do they kick you I out. I do. No, no. Listen, I do because several years later, only a few years ago, I got stopped by the police, and I and because I was. Uh, trafficking on public roads, I presented my driver's license, right? Because, uh, hey, if I if I'm if I'm gonna act as a child of the province, I I have to act appropriately. So when I got pulled over, so I gave me when you say license. child of the province, you mean the province in Canada, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So another or, chi- or, or child here. of the state. Yeah. Right. State. Or here. child of the state. Or chi- you can a child of the ward. Doesn't matter. The ward of the court, ward of the state, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So when I got pulled over, yes, I was trafficking on the on public roads, so I gave my driver's license. He went and checked it. He called in my name and everything, my driver's license, blah blah blah. Came back, gave him my driver's license, said told me to have a good night and I drove away. So you know, he didn't say, Oh, your license is suspended for uh because you're driving without a driver's license, no insurance, no uh no documentation, no proof of uh, driver's license. Uh, you haven't renewed your uh, not the your insurance. Um, what else? And if I was found guilty, I think they wanted over like like seven thousand dollars in charges. He like you know he didn't say oh your license is suspended for failure to pay a fine or whatever. Nothing like that. The bug side. So, do you do you feel that what you did there can work all the time? For anyone who uses um, it, or do you I, feel I, that I, that's just I, kind of a happenstance that happened that was fortunate um, for you? Personally, I I would never redo what I did um, because, like I said, you sh- you should never go to a, um, one of their courts. Just like a lot of people say, don't you shouldn't you have no business there. It's not a court for us. It's a court for public servants. It's plain and simple. So when you should get a ticket, you should go straight to the court. You know, if you get a ticket, you should go straight to the court, give it to the court clerk at the at the, the whatever the cashier or whoever the, the front desk is, and give it back to them and say, listen, 
This is oh, have you the end error. Given the no, I, I, I haven't done that because I've never had. So do you, do you know whether that time? works? Or, my question is, like I mentioned earlier, I've heard a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas. Okay, over the okay. years, so many, and and it's interesting listening to that information. But my my interest is, what did you do? How did you do it? And what was the result of it? That's what I look at. And so okay. I'm not really concerned about how it should work or how what I should do because I've heard a lot of people over the years say that. And I listened to somebody one time that said that, and I got arrested in court. And ever since then, I went, no way am I ever doing that again. And I'm always listening to what someone did, how they did it, uh, what was the result of it, and did it work for them or not? Because I can learn both ways from what they're yeah. doing. But the thing is, is that because uh, I've been in court several times, okay, several times I've been in court, and I keep my eyes and ears open all the time. And um, the thing is, while I live here, they don't want me in their courts. And the last time I was there, the ones that knew me weren't there, okay. And I gave them a closed account check. That was a few years ago, and I haven't heard from them since. But the thing is, you know, I, I, the thing I'm always interested in is. If someone is saying, this is how it should be done, this is how it is, well, did you do that, and how did it work? What was the result? And I can learn from that because it's an actual thing that occurred. But if it's something now, where it's a teaching experience, it's interesting to hear, but uh, I, I don't know if I'd use that. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand. Yes. You said Hello? you gave them a closed account check? Yeah, I did. And they went away? <laughs> no, they didn't. But I finished oh. it off. I think I explained it to you uh, before. I use it. Um, it was in Riverside County. Oh. And uh, I went to the court because they wanted me to go in the court because it was traffic ticket stuff. Because I was convicted. Because I didn't know what I was doing. It's like Bug Size says. You go in there for the first time, you don't know what the heck you're doing. I didn't know anything about this stuff. And it was on the commercial process first started with Roger Alvick and those guys. Oh, and okay. um, and Sam Davis, and I learned from Sam Davis and some of the other people. Mm-hmm. And I went in listening to what they said, and I got arrested. So I went through the mm-hmm. whole thing and didn't know what was going on, and no one was helping me. Well, they convicted me. They put a, a, a fine on me, and I didn't have the funds for it, so I never paid it. And when they came after me, they knew where I lived, and they eventually sent me a notice that says you need to come to court. Otherwise, we'll arrest you. So I went to the court. So I went there. And they gave me a date to go. I went there, and all the judges and commissioners that I used to see every other day for three months when I went there, and they couldn't figure out what to do with me because they kept going continuance after continuance, uh, they stuck a flunky attorney in there. And uh, the attorney oh, yeah. didn't know why he was there. Mm-hmm. And that's when he said, you know, you just got to pay this. I went, and because I, I asked him who he was and everything else like that, I wouldn't give him my name. And all in, uh, so he said, he said, just pay it by cash, check, uh, money order. I said, oh, I could pay a credit card. I said, I could pay it by check. So I gave him a closed account check, and I wrote everything on it. And they eventually um, uh, got back to me and said that it was returned to NSF. I said, you can't have NSF on a closed account check. So I went over to see them in financial services at the courthouse, and I said, show me the check, and I'll let you know whether or not you got paid. And they wouldn't show it to me because they said it was their evidence. I said, well, I know you got paid. Don't bother me. Leave me alone. So I went home and didn't hear from them for several years until I heard from a collection company that the court sent it to. And I told her, do I have an account with you? Do I have a contract with you? Send me a copy of the contract with my signature on it, and I'll talk with you. I never heard from her again. 
So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't work back then, but it worked for me later. But, you know, <laughs> but that was something I got convicted on. The only thing I got convicted on because I didn't know what I was doing back then. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. You know, I've heard a lot of people say this is what you should do. This is mm-hmm. what, you know, should be done. This is what you should do. But when I ask the question, did you do it? Mm-hmm. And they'll say no. I'm kind of so, well, why are you telling me that was what I should do when you've never done it before, proven that it works? Right. Right. If you have proof that it works, hey, I'm willing to take a chance and test it out. I've done a lot of testing in the courts. And uh, my last test didn't work too well because I was trying to huh. test something out. But, um, but the thing was is that, you know, it's done a lot of testing. And I've heard too many people testing things over the years. And we have a list, a long list of them who have died in prison, been to jail, political prisoners. And, I mean, there's a long list because they, this is what they should have done. This is what they should do. This is what you know, they should should work. But the thing is, what did they do? Did it work? Did it not work? If it didn't work, I'm not going to do it that way. If it did work, I'm willing to test it out and see how it works. But that, that's why that's why I asked the question, you know, um, to get the experience of it. Because the thing I could talk about taking a Bible in court, I always took my Bible in court. As a matter of fact, one time I took my Bible in court for a friend in Irvine, California. And I turned in a document I created called a... Um, uh, uh, it's an affidavit of of, uh, of non-existence of the court. I forget what I called it, and I made it up, made up a whole bunch of things. And um, my friend got hit, got uh, it got him off the ticket, and the five other people. <laughs> but I asked him the yeah. question because they're going to have us raise their hand, and and I said, "Can I ask you a question, uh, Mr. Bailiff?" And uh, before the court started, and uh, I said, "When we stand up and raise our hands and we swear, you know." The whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. So which God is that that I'm swearing to? And he looked, yeah, at, exactly. he looked at the clerk and he said, I don't know. Do you know the answer to that? And she asked the other clerk. And she said, well, well I don't know. And the bailiff turned to me and said, well, it all depends. It, I guess it's whatever God you want, is what he told me. <laughs> What's funny? Okay, I choose the creator. What's that? I said, okay, I choose the creator. I, I didn't say anything because I wasn't one of the ones there. I was there just as a witness for my friend oh, because I created yeah. the documents for him as a uh, affidavit of the non-existence of the court, and it worked for him because they claimed that um, out of out of um, how did say that in the interest of justice uh, they were dismissed these following cases because the officer didn't show up, mm-hmm. and we saw the officer walking through the courtroom. Yeah, and uh, you yeah, know, sure. that was that was actually the third time that happened with the officer walking through walking somewhere. Else okay, we, we have to move on, Dallas. Okay, I okay. love you. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. You, thanks. Bye. Okay, let's see, Southeast Texas. Go ahead. Thank you, Angela. It's Doc. Mm-hmm. Hi. I was a lot of things popping in my mind when he was talking, <laughs> and justice is commerce. This is a lot of people think justice. I want justice. Okay, we're going to give you commerce. Then you want commerce? Okay, but what's right, just, and proper? But what it should be. But my my question was, uh, you didn't touched on consent tonight. I've I've been through a lot of stuff, and they got a lot of tricks, as you well know. Like one time they had, they'll have a. Uh, I call them agents. They're supposed to be public servants, but they act like they're almighty, a lot of them. 
but they bring papers out from the, like the state of Texas or the and the county or the plaintiffs. They're all caps. The plaintiff must appear. How does they? How does Mister State of Texas and Mister County going to take the witness stand? And it's all legalese. And I've been studying law for forty years, and I can't understand what they're saying. And it's written that way to where you you can presume things because of your public school system uh, education like dear taxpayer or you have been sued well you is plural who in the hell is you yeah or as you know stuff like that but and it's not file stamped and they don't even pay the filing fee Plus, it's not file stamp. And then they send, the district clerk sends a letter, not to me, but to a friend of mine, wanting them to pay the filing fee. Wait a minute. The attorneys that are representing these fictions over here can't do affidavits under pains and penalties of perjury, and neither can the corporations or the ones standing behind it. So, but they have this Rule 52 in Texas that says, well, if you don't file and uh, do an affidavit that you're not a corporation, then it's going to be presumed that you're a corporation if you didn't follow Rule 52. Wait a minute. Who who filed the case and who's going to put up an affidavit under pains and penalties of perjury with first-hand knowledge, true, correct, complete, not intended to mislead with first-hand knowledge? I don't need to do an affidavit. Somebody that's allegedly filed a case here, which is a false claim which is a felony but anyway i wanted to speak those things because i've seen a lot of tricks that they do and a lot of people just give them jurisdiction because they think well well you means me no no it should be dear whoever somebody some man some woman but like i say they're they're full of crap and all kinds of tricks, but I haven't heard you mention uh, consent tonight. So I wanted to see what you had to say about that because I don't consent to that kind of stuff that I just mentioned. I wonder if you had anything to say about that. And that's it for me, Angela. Unless you want to leave me on, unless we can. He has something to say yeah. about that. Go ahead, uh, Buck Size. Did you have a? A comment about what he said. Ah, where happened? He he got <laughs> blocked off. He's gone. Ugh. And I like what the guy was saying too. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's on the chat, but he's not on the phone, so I don't know if he yeah. he got knocked off or what happened. Oh my gosh! Uh, he well, says he, here, sorry, he... I ran out of money on my phone. Oh no! Had one twenty-five, <laughs> and now I have zero. Okay. Wow. Huh. Wow. Is right. You should sign up for Skype. You can get Skype. It's like thirty dollars a year to call out, and you can call anybody, even if they don't have Skype. Oh my gosh. Oh well. I mean, for thirty dollars a year, that's a pretty good price. But consent <laughs> is a big deal. Have. 
consent is yeah, a really consent big deal. Yeah, consent is definitely, yeah, yeah. So who is consent a public is, service uh, say, you know, and they want important. me to do something. Want me to do? What is a public servant wanting me to do something that's going to harm me? You know, I you don't have my consent. What I tell them, you know, and send back their process, like the guy said. Consent's important. I never, I, I didn't hear him say. Anything yeah, he says here in the chat. He says consent is when you play the game. Yeah, if you go along with what they're saying. <laughs> that's how they get anyway. jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've gone beyond the two to around two and a half hours at this point, so uh, we should call it a night. I think Mike, Money Mike, has something to say. Did you have anything else to say, Doc? I really enjoyed it, uh, Angela, and thank you so much. God bless you. Oh, thank you, and God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Money Mike, what do you got to say? Hey. I actually had, uh, I originally had a question for him, but uh, Dallas actually answered it with the uh, province thing. Because uh, I was saying, yeah, I never heard no province in the United States. So. No, he's in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to have a call afterwards? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Everybody, my money Mike's going to have a call afterwards. You want to announce the number, Mike? Yes. One four two three zero six. Okay, so shortly after our call ends, Money Mike will be starting his. One, four, two, zero, three, six. Three, zero, six. Oh, three, sorry. One, four, two, three, zero, six. (laughs) All right, thanks, Mike. Okay, everybody, it's been fun. Thank you so much. Um, Bug size. Uh, I'm sorry your phone didn't hold out, but... uh, we did good. It was a good call, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again And uh, next Thursday. Everybody, you have a great weekend. I love you. Take care of each other, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.